Oosa. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth, Mary. What an episode. What an episode to do a hot take for. I know, Mary. I there's there's so much that happened. It was like a roller coaster. There were some amazing looks, and yeah. you know, Monet was in the bottom. Dusty Ray Bottoms was in the bottom, mm. and then that untucked episode, like where we just wanted to like crawl underneath a table. Uh, yeah, you know, it was it was strange. Uh, to it's it's strange now, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. To now jump into this episode with no clip of the week because uh, obviously, Mary's. We just watched uh, the most recent episode of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. The we just yeah watched literally, literally. literally. Like, oh, oh, it's sorry. playing yeah. in the background. There it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we like. You know, typically, you Marys know how it works. We, you know, the episode airs, and then we take a couple of days to watch it 10,000 times and take a bunch of notes yeah. and give you a nuanced out, uh, you know, outline Ooh. of our thoughts. God. And this would be a great episode to have that <laughs> opportunity because I'm feeling a lot of feelings yeah. that I'd love to let marinate. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. So is this is a hot take. I'd like to put the disclaimer that this is a hot take. I don't know if I've said that yet, but this is a hot take. <laughs> we might change our minds. Yeah. And you know when you watch Drag Race and there's shit that you live for and there's shit that you hate and then you watch it again, you're like, oh, why did I love that so much? Why did I hate that so much? Right, right. So, like, I'm willing to change my mind. Yeah. But this is a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, there. no, I, I hear that you. Disclaimer. I hear you. I hear you. Because <laughs> I have some feelings that are different from my feelings last week. And right. That's why I'm saying yeah. that. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think people are allowed to see things differently in retrospect yeah. or see things through a different lens and, and whatever. I think... Um, at the same time, though, I think it's important that we celebrate, like, oh, what's so great about this episode, too. Oh, I yeah. mean, because obviously, I mean, I'm I'm alluding to Untucked, but let me rewind. I mean, that lip sync was a uh, that was a very stressful moment for me because, I, as I said to Johnny, I feel like an astronaut's wife. I was like, <laughs> "There's my baby about to take off," oh. and you know, and I love Dusty and Monet yeah, of both, course. right? But I was not ready to see Monet go, right? And when she I, well, when, where <laughs> we'll do I get, begin? We'll get there. Ugh. Why don't we, uh, you know, we don't have a Clip of the Week no. this week. Obviously, uh, if you want to see any Clip of the Week, I can post the video that I have of Colin watching the beginning of the lip sync. Maybe we'll post that. Yeah, yeah. I had to stop that video, though, because I was living too much. Oh, it got, <laughs> I mean, yelling, clapping, snapping. Oh, my God. Yeah. The cat didn't know what to do with himself. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, but regardless, uh, why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Well, you're, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I am Colin. And we are continuing our recap of season 10 with our hot take uh I think I've said that already of the flat earth ball. Is that what this is called? Um, maybe is is it the end of the end of the world ball? Maybe. It's it's the end of the world. I mean, it, flat earth wouldn't make sense because it's all about climate change. Um, oh, I see. I see so, I, see. I don't know. I thought I heard, saw that title somewhere flat earth ball. Um, when we <laughs> have a few days. Yeah, right? I mean, ooh. See your doctor about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, when we have a few days to do the work, I can remember the title. Sure. Oh, well, I'm looking it up right now, mm -hmm. um, and it is called The Last Ball on Earth. All right. Well, I don't know where I got Flat Earth Ball from. Yeah. I'm just putting words together. <laughs> um, I mean, we have never had a ball challenge this early. No. We have never had 33 looks in one episode. This was insane. I mean, the closest I can think of is the season, season seven, seven. Because the two runways plus the, the nude illusion runway. Yeah, right. 
But I mean, we had a new illusion this runway. We did. Yes, we Asia did. Nastasia O'Hara. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, that was amazing. I was just like overwhelmed with the looks. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Actually, this is it's. Um, I guess it's kind of like Drag Race Thailand. So it was in the first episode three looks. Oh yeah. So they did like thirty looks in right. one episode. Right. Fucking Drag Race Thailand. Man. Oh man, we're getting there. Man. Yeah, we're getting there. Um. So yeah, I mean, just for the spectacle of like watching drag queens do their art right in terms of creating looks and and you know telling d- different stories visually i mean this episode was was great oh well let's let's do our best to dive in uh yeah. mary's again we're doing a hot take because unfortunately i'm traveling this weekend and it's just impossible for us to do uh, an episode on sunday or this weekend uh and i work um i work from nine until 10 p.m on monday um, and then Tuesday, you have a friend in town. So mm-hmm. we're just like, well, you know, if anything else comes up, maybe we'll record something else on Wednesday. But uh, we don't we don't want to keep you waiting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We figured this was better. And and maybe you're feeling the same way we are that like the episode just ended and you're like, I need to process. Right. So that's kind of what we're providing you today yeah. is some live processing. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be processing. Yeah. Um, so. We have um, Monet still kind of joking about the sponge. I mean, I love when she pulls out that little. Anyway, it's brilliant. She pulls out the sponge. She's yeah. always got it on her. Yeah. Um. I, I was surprised and untucked that no one offered her a sponge to dab her tears when she was crying. <laughs> but I think they recognized this was yeah, like a real moment. Real moment for sure. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, walk through the workroom. What is it? Walk through the door with the. Oh man, purse first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sponge first. Yeah, sponge first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and there was um, a dig about the gloves for Asia. Oh yeah, and then Asia, you know, uh, thanked uh, Blair. Yeah, it was like, oh, there's an alternate version of that situation. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks how, for the gloves. You're welcome. Yeah, Over. How, how the mother of the room will, will oh. interact. You know, I, I I feel like we've made the statement that Asia O'Hare is the ultimate adult in the room. Right. Like I don't know, like what more proof people need. Yeah, she is, yeah. she is a Bianca Del Rio, but nicer. Yeah, she's right. helping every bitch in the room. Yeah, and like I mean, there's a Latrice too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think sure. of Latrice is like ultimate, ultimate. Yeah, you know? yeah. She, I guess, I, I'm willing to see multiple parents. Sure, you know. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is, you know, it's 2018. Yeah, America. right. Yeah. I might be a child of divorce, but I can understand more than one parent <laughs> doing the work. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know what I loved about um, Mayhem when they were talking. With Monique, Mayhem referred to the challenge as a project. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, when we were working on the project, because they, I guess they had to air out like, you know, uh, uh, Monique and Mayhem's kind of issue, and you know, she's like, not to cut you off, but to cut you oh, off. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, she's just like, Mayhem's is like, you guys just keep talking. You guys are big mouth bitches. Yeah, I was, I was really glad she mentioned that because obviously, as a viewer. Uh, you know, and as more of an introverted viewer, I was feeling that really strongly. Like, sure. oh God, like this room. Right. How does anybody get a word in? Yeah. And so I was glad that Mayhem, also a bit of an adult in the room, could like call that out of like, yeah. this is a lot right now. It reminded me of Bob Thorgy and Acid, mm-hmm. like just doing it. Being extra. You know? Yeah. 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 And dancing around the room. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Totally. This is like that, but multiple queens yeah Yeah. oh yeah well Mm -hmm. yeah multiple Mm -hmm. yeah um you know and they they kind of set off like game set match Mm -hmm. uh i think monique has that great talking head um you know what's done in the dark will be brought to light mother darling yeah the lights on yeah i mean you know obviously monet is my is my narrator monet is my everything sure but monique 
also doing narrating duties. Mm. Fabulous. Yeah. So good. I mean, it really, I mean, I think when we think about like season five, it's like Detox was really, I guess, our narrator. Right. But Alyssa was our commentator. Sure. And maybe that's what it is. Oh. There's the narrator and the commentator. Okay. Like colorful commentary and narration. Oh, okay. Huh. Something yeah. to think about. All right, Mary. Yeah. Um, Monet in the Leopard. Oh. Onesie. Yeah. Hey, kitty girl. <laughs> yeah. So cute. I mean, a little, I, I was a little worried. Model? You mean waddle? Right. I loved it. <laughs> she she gets red left, right, and center, but she can take a joke, apparently. Yeah, she can. Um, yeah. I was a little worried that this was going to be not at all the same, but it was reminiscent of like Laganja showing up in the workroom with that like macrame oh, pot holder right, on her head. Right, like, right. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. Like, this is not a oh, good idea. God. But whatever. Monet can, she can walk in. Props to your mama. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> care what Monet walks in. And as long as she walks in, I don't care. Yeah. Well, you know, the sponge is now a prop. Too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fixture of the show. Sure. Um, so the mini challenge is to photobomb celebrities. This yeah. was This was cute. This was cute. I, and I, I, RuPaul looked like a Pez dispenser in that <laughs> turtleneck. <laughs> it looked like an interchangeable head. <laughs> You know, like like in Return to Oz, like the Queen. Oh yes, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I thought this was a fun mini challenge. Um, yeah, some were more successful than others. Uh, what was? Wh- why did I write down Puswacha? That was what Eureka said that she was pointing right at her Puswacha. <laughs> Puswacha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm assuming because I was thinking about this, how this worked. I'm assuming they could see. The picture, like they had, like a probably a monitor. Oh, sure. And they could line they themselves could see, up. Yeah, they lined it up. Because I was like, how do they figure this out? Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Um, you know, I, I, Aquaria wins. She had the poop joke. Yeah. Um, cleaning up the poop. Yeah. Um, it was clever. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because last week we had a conflict between Vixen and Aquaria. Vixen won both mini challenge and main challenge. And this uh, one, Aquaria won both main challenge and mini challenge. Oh, yeah. It's interesting that, that they're putting that back, to back yeah. and, you know, keeping I'm, this Aquafina. Drama going. I mean, (laughs) I think this episode we're really seeing some like long term plot points. Okay. I mean, you start to see the things like, oh, these are the threads. Sure. You know, not to jump ahead, but like, there's a new Aquaria Cracker storyline. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's where they're kind rival. of like neck and neck in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the Monique getting the Thorgy Thor storyline of yeah. I thought I was going to win. Yeah, and and then there's this Vixen storyline that yeah. is, um, I think... Uh, dividing a lot of fans Mm -hmm. um i think uh, being very divisive probably in the workroom too yeah yeah because we don't see much of it in the workroom right i don't remember like i think no she didn't have any drama in the workroom this time i think i was like when on talk to down i was like oh oh, yeah yeah it was odd we'll get there i guess yeah we'll Uh, get there for sure um so you know another political ad by rupaul climate change is real Yeah. Uh, yeah very interesting that she's kind of like just pulling out all of the pillars of Democrats yeah. having a Democrat, you know, it's Nancy Pelosi on. Right, right. It's yeah. interesting how, you know, kind of clap back she's getting with the show. It's very, I mean, I'm sure she's It's on brand for her. She's had political moves before, like season four, Rock the Vote and whatnot. Yeah. But this is very post Trump, RuPaul. Right. This, there's an anger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in season four, it was really poking fun. Right. But this, there's a real, there's, there's a, 
there's a catharsis here. There's yeah. like a, there's an angry point. I mean, made. even the, just her stating this fact of 97% of scientists believe in climate change mm-hmm. and now for drag race right. judges. I'm right. like, okay, girl. Right. Whoa. I mean, you know, and I'll just say this. It's so crazy to me that something like climate change is political because the climate's bigger than politics. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's right. like, so crazy right. to me. That involves the entire world. Yeah. And scientists from all around the world. Right. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, my God. Wait, what? But <laughs> it is political because there's, you know, I don't want to get into it, but there's, you know, money going sure. in. Resources, platform, and and, and jobs, obviously. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we find out this main challenge, Mary. Yeah. uh, Throwing an end of the world ball, the last ball on Earth. Mm -hmm. I I think it was Aquaria. She was like, "Was it Aquaria gagging?" Oh, you're gonna ask me which queen said gagging this episode? (laughs) Jesus, Mary. I don't know all of them. (laughs) Oh, fair, 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 (laughs) Amon. So yeah, you know, I was a little confused with the challenge because it was Alaskan winter realness, but like they had to be warm. Yeah. So uh, what I was expecting, it's a cool challenge, I guess. I was expecting that the winter looks would have kind of like, like a fur lined bikini. You know what I mean? And then the summer looks would be kind of like, you know what I mean? Like that they would have to create something that like for, that looked Alaskan quote unquote, but was a summer look and looked Miami chic, but was a winter look. Right. In the sense that like climate change, you know, flips weather yeah. on its head right right yeah. it has flipped the script of what we think of miami weather and, and alaska weather right maybe that was the intention and the queens kind of took it in their own direction yeah but um you know i mean because ultimately what they just ended up doing is creating summer and winter looks it didn't really matter whether it was alaska or yeah. miami or and then a space look and then a space yeah. look. and they kind of framed it in this kind of political politically charged kind of mm-hmm. theme which right. is climate change right yeah you know I, we come back from the commercial break and i felt for you mary because they were fighting over materials oh god rushing I know. for the materials I just the, <laughs> the the whenever i see that i just i i picture myself as the table going oh god here they come you right, know what i mean right. like it's just so strange stressful oh god um yeah monet has uh oh i guess asia's reading monet on cutting the oh fabric, she's which like, was an act one gun i knew and they they had this in like the you know they have like the 15 minute right, preview right. and i was like oh no yeah i don't think this is gonna go well yeah um and you know she's saying she's praying to, to my sponge mm-hmm. that was cute that was so cute yeah. um you know and i uh I remember I wrote this down. Ms. Cracker said something really kind of interesting about her father, advice that her father gave. Oh, so she was saying that like when she was a kid, she used to do karate. And so she got like a national medal for, you know, not whatever national gold medal, let's just say for karate, some, some placement. Right. And her father said, well, that's great. Now you have to get another one or else people are going to think it was just a fluke. It was an accident. It was an accident. Yeah. It's like, are you finding that to be constructive and helpful for you? Right. Bizarre. Yeah, you know, I it, there's a fine line, right, mm-hmm. between like instilling a sense of fight in your child, but mm-hmm. also like um it's a child. It's a child. She's a child. You know, yeah. um so yeah, I I wonder, you know, I I wonder I mean there's certainly a lot of fucked up things that parents say and obviously there's no kind of real book mm-hmm. on what to do when you fuck up or how to stop your issues from going to your children and I don't know, just to kind of pause on this moment for a second, you know, makes me think of some of the fucked up things that maybe my parents told me mm-hmm. um, that, you know, weren't, it's not good advice. Right. You know, right. my mother's advice is always like, um, uh, you know, ignore it, mm-hmm. ignore it. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And I mean, and this is in comparison, this is almost like the opposite where it's like, why should you care what other people think? Right. Why should your accomplishments be measured by how other people see them? Yeah. Like that's, you're, 
you're never going to have control over your own success if it's always based on what other people see it as. Sure. So that's yeah, that's right. Terrible advice. Yeah. 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 Like anything external. Success isn't the trophy. Yeah. Right. No, the fact that you went for it and you put your effort in and you showed up for it. Now there's a point to be made, and we talk about like the trophy culture, right? Like obviously not everybody wins, especially mm-hmm. in a capitalist society, right? Like not everybody wins. Like yeah. you know, if if Cracker didn't win the next one, you right. know, it's like okay. Then there's another lesson. Yeah. Right. Then it's Mm -hmm. not, okay, you, oh, you actually won. Oh, you won. It's more like, well, what did you do wrong? Right. You know, it's not your, you messed up. This was an accident, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and it's interesting is because then when we see an untucked, we really, we see Cracker consoling Monet and she's saying the opposite. She's saying, okay, you had a bad day, but you're the best drag queen I know in New York. You're so amazing. Right. Like it was she wasn't holding Monet to her most recent, you know sure. what I mean? It was like yeah. looking at like the bigger picture. Right. And that advice, I know we're really harping on Mr. Cracker here, but that advice is terrible <laughs> because it doesn't take in the whole picture. It's just, it's just, what have you done for me lately? Right. It is good advice for drag race because well, they only care about what you did that what day. What you did that day. So it's yeah. actually, oh, okay. but I will, it was yeah. weird. We'll jump ahead for it. Um, Cracker said, um, you know, you were in the top. You won some challenges. I'm like, mm. she was never in the top. Yeah, she yeah. never won challenges. Yeah. Fake news. She isn't, yeah. That's not real. Yeah. 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 Like you've been you've been doing great. You're slaying it like generics. But like she, she doesn't want any challenges. Yet. Yeah. And, and she's you, been safe. And you can't be telling Monet because she's she knows that's part of what her storyline's been of like, what do I got to do to like get Rue to see me? Right. So, I mean, I feel like that's very sweet of Cracker. It's almost like she's going in the opposite direction of her father's advice. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. I think about the mistakes that my parents made was because they're making up for the mistakes that their parents made. Uh-huh. But it's too much in the other direction. You right. know what I mean? Right. We're my all- mother telling me that I'm this amazing actor and this amazing singer and being as motivational as possible instead of kind of maybe steering me into a different direction. You know? Identifying like what what things your light lit lit up by what things right. are seem right for you and yeah. helping foster that exactly yeah. i mean i are are we always just trying to correct where our parents misstepped i mean it's it's some you would ask my therapist and yeah. they'd say uh you know yeah. yeah yeah i mean like i you know we don't have enough time tonight but short answer yes in terms of my experience <laughs> uh yeah no i mean like you know the traumas of childhood you yeah. know they stay with us yeah I and, mean, and the fact that he's bringing up these words or miss cracker's bringing up these words that his father told him it's just like whoa yeah yeah, Whoa. and I guess there's something about. I mean, we, and, it, they, and they're certainly instilling a, a sense of fight, right? Mm-hmm. A sense of like, okay, now you have to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's. Some, I mean, we've heard a lot about drag queens' mothers, but like, whenever you hear stories about their fathers, I mean, well, we've yeah, we've talked about fathers. Yeah, you get a little pause, you know. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah, right. Um, and stories like that, I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, I I wonder how else that shaped you. The relationship between a gay boy and his father obviously can vary. Sure, but I feel like there is common threads because there's you, you're the this man had a had a son mm-hmm. and thought he was raising you know at least back when we were growing up like back in the eighties it's like oh yeah I'm raising my son and it and you know oh he's gonna yeah. be a nice strapping young man and it's they like gender many, roles were you yeah. know strong and stuff they don't have many examples so, yeah. yeah exactly so they don't know what to do when you walk out in a witch's costume yeah no certainly <laughs> I mean I don't know where my father was in that picture um, <laughs> but my mother made the costume so God bless her right um, right on the flip side just kind of as a counterpoint just recently on the on the RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit uh, some father 
posted something saying that his 15-year-old son uh, is a big fan of the show and he's been saying things like gagging and he doesn't really quite understand it. And he basically reached out to the subreddit of like, I just need a little advice. I'm just not really sure how to respond. Can you right. like help me with some fluency here? Sure. And the subreddit was amazing. Okay. And they and and it was this like beautiful interaction. Oh. And he was great and like just it was all great. It was all great and wonderful. I'll post it on Twitter. Well, step 1 is like look for advice yeah. from other gay people and be open. I, you know, yeah, yeah be yeah. open. And like, yeah. you know, what do you guys recommend? Like and 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 yeah, he just went to a community and right. said, I, "Can you guys help me?" And right. I mean, he I knew the subreddit existed. I yeah, mean, he that's must one be a thing. redditor. That's I was thinking oh, about sure. that. Yeah, um, but I thought, you know, God, the, the subreddit gets such shit, and they, I mean, no other platform for this show would have that kind of response. Okay, you know, the Facebook comment sections, like I'm sure there's private groups and stuff that are different. Right, but anything public I've seen is a garbage fire oh wow oh yeah so this is like an, i'm just i'm so proud of that subreddit oh good yeah. yeah oh that's nice yeah yeah um you know we hear we hear vanjie again mm. uh we find out asia is the black martha stewart blartha oh yeah um yeah. and you know and then we see her helping all the girls uh which is another kind of seed for what happens later yeah um and yeah it it, it was nice to see mm -hmm. and at the same time i was like Fuck. Yeah. RuPaul, well, I guess RuPaul walks in later and kind of furthers the the wound, but like right. RuPaul comes in and is talking to Asia and is like, oh, wow, like you're this, you know, you do costumes for a living. Like mm -hmm. you did, what did she say? She said, uh, oh, Kenny Davenport, Gladys Knight, Dolly Parton. Yeah. Anyone who's come through Dallas, she does ballroom. It's her full-time business. Yeah, this is what she does. Yeah. This is, I mean, and, and this is that thing. And that, I remember saying to you, I'm like, this is going on long. Yeah. This, this is, is This is that thing Katya talks about, which I always go back to, is the things you're good at on Drag Race is can often be the things you fail at miserably. Right. And the things you never thought you could do you sometimes win you know so what did you make of then her moment with uh rue's moment with aquaria because aquaria was saying like well you know i studying women's wear you know mm -hmm. i you know uh i mean i'm i'm i think i'm a look queen i think it i think rue is very excited by aquaria okay i think he's i mean he said that in an earlier episode but i think he's obviously that even from her audition and probably and knowing about her for years yeah i i think rue is Rue is so excited to see what this queen's going to do. Sure. Um, and I think her, her kind, her, I think her attitude, I think her kind of like the way she walks in this world and, and ways that rub other people the wrong way. I think Rue loves that shit. Okay. She, I think she loves a young brazen queen. Yeah. I think she sees herself in that. Yeah. And I think she also sees a benefit in that. Right. You know what I mean? I think that when she looks at someone like a, like a Violet Tchotchke, that can be kind of abrasive or like an Aquaria that can be kind of abrasive. But I think Rue sees the necessity for that kind of like strength and that okay. kind of like resolve in yourself. Sure. But it takes so much discipline to not have that eat you alive. Right. Well, and you know, it's interesting. I, I do feel like this, it, it, it could be very easy after this episode to be like, oh, she's going to the top. Mm -hmm. But there is that moment she had with her yeah. when she's like, you know, she said something clever. She said, you know. Well, they chose to read books. I chose to turn looks. And then RuPaul's like, oh, my God, that was brilliant. Repeat it. Yeah. We're going to use that in the promo. Can I do it one more time? Yeah. Yeah. And she couldn't do it. Yeah. And they chose to keep that. Yeah. And so I'm I'm on to this, like, well, why do you keep showing all of her bad talking heads? Yeah. Why do you keep wanting to show examples of the quote unquote millennial? Right. The 21 year old. Yeah. Ru hates millennials. Like, I mean, that's the other part of it. And it's, um, I don't want to say hates. That's kind of, I think Ru doesn't 
I think I I think he's just talked about it a lot in his podcast. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's not a generation he doesn't quite get. Yeah. Um, did you mention you're like why didn't they mention Fifi? Did is that a rumor we heard or is that didn't we talk about it with Grizzly Kiki? Oh that yeah. Fifi is Asia's drag daughter. Okay. Mary's back us up on this one or confirm otherwise. Yeah, because they didn't mention Fifi at all. Yeah. And I was like, I was like okay, really we're surprised. Yeah. What was what did she say? I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Oh. She t- she tweeted that at uh, Fifi. Oh, that's RuPaul. right. That's yeah. right. That's right yeah, yeah. the edit oh um, maybe maybe they were not looking to talk about phoebe right yeah that's yeah maybe interesting. you never know mm-hmm. um there's uh a little tyra sanchez uh reference yeah don't burn yourself tyra yeah. when dusty's burning herself with the hot glue ah! gun we heard a couple ah! references we heard uh that we heard uh there was an alexis Mi- alexis michelle alexis mateo quote it was um Sickening, no? Like, remember that from her, from her, uh, um, they do those, those, uh, the videos for the troops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things she says. Okay, I don't remember that quote. Yeah, yeah, Um, we also get a little bit of Dusty, uh, with the metal, uh, which I was excited by when I saw it, and then, um, you know, I guess it didn't, it didn't really work on the runway for the judges. Yeah. I thought it was a good look. Yeah. But we'll get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we also, the Vixen is set up again. Um, mm-hmm. With RuPaul, oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. we hear about you know her godmother taught godmother taught her to sew, you know, and right. RuPaul's like, well, you know, that's one way to make you gay, right? Um, RuPaul also, oh, she reference she does reference Alexis Michelle. She says turquoise. That's right, that's yeah. right. We saw more turquoise, turquoise, yeah. and and there's of course that infamous quote from season four. Um, when Latrice comes out in this like look, and then RuPaul, no one knows. I don't. No one knows this reference. I don't know what it is, but she goes, "Lady Turquoise." And she just for like four seconds. What? Straight. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't believe you don't know this. No, I don't know. Oh, that. and I feel like Nick and Amanda know exactly sure, what sure. I'm talking about right now. <laughs> They're snapping along if I know them. Fair. In their own way. Uh, but no, this was an interesting um, meet and greet with Ru because. Vixen says uh, she's like, well, what what do, what do they think about you in Chicago? And she's like, well, you know, I talk too much. Mm-hmm. I'm the fire starter. Yeah. I shake things up. I'm very vocal. And then she talked about her black girl magic show. Yeah. That celebrates the strength and struggle of being a black woman. Yeah. And I'm kind of like. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, this is cool. This is great. What a great story. But there's such another way to look at it when you go into Untucked. It's, I mean, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. And I, and I don't know what game the producers are playing right now. Yeah. I don't know if they're showing two sides of a story, you know, or yeah. if they are, if there's, if they're really setting this, this queen up. I think like the fact that we had a similar conflict in terms of style uh, <laughs> let's just say that this one was a different. This, style. I mean, this was the sequel. This is you know bigger, better, and uncut. But like, uh, love it. Yeah, really. Um, but uh, you know, just when you thought it was safe to go back and untucked, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, I was not expecting much from Untucked. No, I thought, oh, maybe this will just be like, you know, I figured we'd probably hear from Monet if the queens were in the bottom, yeah, and yeah. I was here for them, right. but I didn't see this coming. Um, <laughs> so that yeah, like. Uh, when this comes up, I mean, yeah, it's it's interesting, it's inter- you know, yeah. to, to for RuPaul. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, and I guess the fact that it's happening to again. engage in that conversation. Yeah, but the fact that it's happening again. RuPaul knows what happened in Untucked. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to happen again. This yeah. is not two episodes. This is right. multiple episodes. Right, and there's probably more unfolding of this. Okay, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming. 
that sure. this is probably not the end of that. Okay. Yeah. It's the end of the world as we know it. Apparently. Um, I do declare, bad blast ain't clear. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a new catchphrase. Yeah, Rue loves saying that. Um, you know, she's talking about theater and drag and, mm-hmm. and things. Uh, they're, they're giving her like this little story about why are you 12? Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> where's like, your you, mom? Yeah, yeah, where's your mom? Like, you you look so unassuming. And, well, she has that cute talking head where she's like, you know, I'm often skipped over. You mm-hmm. know, I'm dismissed in this competition. You know, people underestimate me. And then there's that cute little talking head where she's like, yeah, a little sneak attack. Right, right, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. sneak attack. Yeah. And it feels like with her and, and certainly Aquaria, I mean, I think all the queens, there, there's this sense this season, it at least in the interviews, in these moments that Rue seems to really like these girls. Right. And you know, in like past seasons, it kind of felt like she was just kind of marking the steps sometimes like, Oh, I got to do the Tim Gunn part. of the Oh, episode. sure. But there were, remember like she gave that little wave at one of the Queens. Oh yeah. Like, yeah oh yeah. you, you know, <laughs> and you could tell like she's, she likes these Queens. Like, yeah. I feel like there's a connection there. I feel like she really likes Asia. I feel like she sees Asia as like, Oh, you're, you're a professional. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, and then this episode, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, but in any event, I just uh, it, I think this is the first episode. We'll get to that. <laughs> I think this is the first episode this season with a workroom visit, right? Um, no, we saw her do the team challenge visit. Oh, right, it was with the when teams. they were all kind of performing. That's for right. her. I think these one on ones are just so yeah. yeah you learn important. a lot. Of, you learn a lot about mm-hmm. RuPaul and where these queens stand. I think yeah. there's a lot to kind of pick apart you know she went up to monet mm-hmm. and talking about her pussycat wig oh i know i know the producers like, were oh, like yeah. ask her about her wig yeah, yeah they're right. reading her for her wig right yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's like oh so this occasion being on drag race is you know a pussycat wig yeah. occasion she, it feels like she's withholding a little bit with monet okay. and i don't know why maybe it's kind of like um what was he told me dragula they did that with one of the queens yeah kind of negged her the whole season right. yeah victoria elizabeth black oh well i wasn't there yet so, oh sorry yeah, yeah um i'm like four episodes you'll away. forget yeah no i mean i already knew we've talked about this i already <laughs> sure. knew who's in the top three um and i feel i don't know if that's what this is but i feel like like monet's just not getting like like i feel like they're maybe they're just pushing her to push herself maybe you know? yeah i mean miss cracker said it best you know it's like monet's kind of uh no tuck no wig kind of clean in new york and yeah. people gag for it but she's like this is drag race yeah yeah it's a I different mean, kind of fight yeah and that's interesting it's an interesting commentary about the what it takes because it's like in a way i mean there's lots of queens that are that are impeccably painted and have the visual illusion down pat and they're not giving you anything right you know and it's like it's just that when we talk about drag versus drag race you know it's like yeah because like all of these queens are great drag queens yeah. but then to be in a race to be in this game show mm-hmm. it's like okay well you have to do you have, you have to play by these other yeah, rules you got to play olympics level yeah because like happy to, hunger games bitches right but like if you do just show up in a in a romper and no face and no wig and you put on a great show that's great drag you right know what i mean right um but here it's like yeah you're putting you're making a tv show yeah yeah you yeah gotta, you gotta step it up right step yeah. that pussy up. yeah um so we find out the uh the guests yeah. Do you, do, do you watch Dear White People? Have you seen no, that movie or show? I have not. Um, I highly recommend it. It's really, really clever mm-hmm. and well written. Yeah. Um, and I think that she is absolutely gorgeous. Oh God. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's uh, Logan. What's her last name? Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, Logan Browning. Logan yeah. Browning. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I liked her. I've never. I have never seen her before in anything. Um, so this is my first time meeting her. Oh. Um, but if she's on, if she's in Dear White People, like, 
if I needed more reasons, there's one. <laughs> Do you know, um, were you familiar with, uh, I, this is a deep cut probably because I don't know if this ever came into you with Little Shop of Horrors, but you know Tisha uh, Campbell-Martin? Well, I didn't know, I'd never connected her with Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, I mean, it. It's kind of hard to recognize her, and then you, then it, then the camera kind of steadied on her, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's one of the doo-wop girls." Oh, I was just gonna say that makes sense. Yeah, amazing singer, mm-hmm. right? Like an amazing yeah. singer. Yeah. Um, and you know, as far as uh, anything else that she's been in, I, I'm not sure that you've seen some of the other things. Uh, I mean, I'm familiar with her. What she was, I mean, you looking at her IMDb right now? Yeah. Um, as far as movies go, mm-hmm. um, you know, she was in House Parties. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's she was in all three of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wasn't she on a TV show? Was she in like? Um, well, she was on a different world for two episodes. Uh, but her main role was in Martin. You yeah, know Martin. That, yeah, she was on Martin. Yeah, she was yeah. Gina. She was Gina. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never watched Martin because I think it was. I think it was always on like the UPN. I always think of that. Oh as, yeah, yeah. Right. And I never watched the UPN. Oh really? Like I remember like Married with Children was on the UPN. Okay. This is a TV channel. Yeah. Um, it was like a. It was like a basic cable one. It was yeah. Like, you know. Um, My sister Jill really liked Martin. Really? So I was always watching it. And then I guess years later, my friend Iris, I think I referenced her last episode. Mm-hmm. My friend Iris uh, quoted Martin once. And uh, and I said the next quote right back. And I was right. like, oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> this is where they work in the hotel. Uh, what? Oh, no, no, no. No, that's the Jamie Foxx show. Sure. Mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so, uh, yeah. And the other one that I haven't seen, she was in Rita Rocks. I, guess. I don't know what she that had a main, is. She had a main role. Yeah. She was Patty Mannix. Patty um, Mayonnaise? <laughs> Patty Mannix. All right. Um, oh, wow. I just saw this. Real Husbands of Hollywood. I've seen, I don't know what it is, but I've seen that little cover okay. floating around. I don't know what it is. All right. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, happy to see both these queens. Yeah, uh, no, I uh, On the they Dragon panel. Yeah. Um, I mean, Logan Browning, is, I mean, she looked stunning. Yeah, yeah. Stunning. Um, so, yeah, we have another, another little... Romp in the workroom, which mm-hmm. I'm surprised. These episodes are so long. I'm like, how are they going to do 33 I looks? Know. We haven't even got to the runway yet. I know. Um, and then we see we have this cute moment between Eureka and Monet I with the drag love. donkey kick. That was so cute because you look like an ass doing it. The two of them were having such a good time. Yeah. Eureka did this like happy dance at one point. Like she was having such a good time, she started waving her hands. <laughs> It was, uh, you know, it's like, you know how much stress they're under and, and Eureka's talked about how much anxiety she'd felt in the workroom. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, good. I'm, <laughs> you're happy to see them like just chill out for a moment. Sure. You know? Oh, yeah. And just like have a good time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they want to tell stories, obviously, and them mm-hmm. having a good time isn't like always the best uh, story. Mm-hmm. Um, for we, me, this the, the story, I, I don't know. For me, it was just like getting to know these queens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we got to know more about Asia. Mm. Um, and why she is often in a motherly role and it's because right. her parents died. Um, what did you make of all this? You know, her, her starting from scratch, um, you, you know, know I, doing I, drag gave her a family. Those yeah. I mean, I think that that's a story we've heard the circumstances being different, but I, it's just, it's great to hear that story that like yeah. drag drag is so often where people find their family and it their certainly community. informs her more yeah um, and why she might appear more mature yeah than others yeah. right i mean i think about you as a child of divorce mm-hmm. me with an absent father and my mother taking care of my crazy sisters it's like i'm i'm left to cook dinner for myself yep you have to figure stuff out at a younger age yeah and so you do get a little bit of a head start in things but it's a it's a rough one head start. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, man. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. I could figure that stuff out when I was 15, but like no 15-year-old should have to figure all that shit out. Right. Yeah. Right. And 
33, I'm still dealing with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I know mean, what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, all of those traumas. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Aquaria and the Sugar Daddy discussion. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, they had like, uh, you know, a preview clip. I think they released like today. And I think. I think people thought that was going to be some whole thing. And then it was, well, it was interesting to kind of see them talking for the kind of really the first time and yeah. kind of kikiing where, yeah. and then cracker being really beautiful about it being like, well, you know, I want a sugar daddy. That's not a look I would steal from you. Right. Right. <gasps> yeah. No, I, I thought that that was really smart. Cause I think what I, what I liked about cracker in that moment is she could identify the way that humor can diffuse the situation. Sure. And sure. like a, you, you have to be really smart and you have to have a good ear right. to know when to drop the joke and how to drop the joke. And uh-huh. I think she's good at that. To be honest, like we're what, four episodes in. Yeah. Um, cracker hasn't popped for me yet. Okay. And I, and I say that because people just fucking love her yeah. and I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm not buying it, Gia. I'm just not hitting the same nerves for me that other queens are. Okay. Um, I will say, though, I mean, I I kept saying about her runways. Like, oh, I wish she had a little more fun on the runway. And I thought her Martian look seemed like, oh, that's what I was kind of expecting. Miss Cracker, there's kind of a wink. There's a nod. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I was looking for. Yeah. No, yeah. I get that. So it was nice to see that this week. Yeah. There mm-hmm. was something there. I mean, we'll get to the runway yeah. when we get there. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> You were laughing so hard. Oh, God. With Monet oh. and her um, uh, insistence that, yeah. that British accents were developed when the British people went back to, uh, you know, not expats, when they went back to yeah. to Britain. They had gone to America, then they came back, and they were like, well, I have to distinguish myself somehow, so I'll take on this accent. Sure. Um, Do you want something delicious, as <laughs> Monique would say? <laughs> Vivacious. Um <laughs> I mean, I girl, I don't got receipts, but someone did tweet us and say that it's true. Yeah, somebody did say it was true. So, and you know, not for nothing. I mean, Monet is a classically trained mm-hmm. singer, and that's I mean, she had to have an education. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. she went to college. You know, it's she, not like I, I I doubt she would be this sure about something, right? But like she also couldn't really explain. Yeah, I've never heard this before, so I was like, I don't know what's true, but I'll believe anything Monet says. And and when Monique was just like lies, fairy tales, fallacies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then Asia's like, No, I don't think you know how this works. You need to get you a dictionary. And she's like, You need the Britannica. You, you need- know the encyclopedia. You know the one with oh, the dust on that's it. That's right, encyclopedia. You need a Britannica. <laughs> Clitannica. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Britannica. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Britannica. Yeah. Um, Giving Brit- you aardvark, aardvark to. Baseball <laughs> Britannica Rex Yeah Britannica uh, Rex <laughs> yeah. She will read you for fell <laughs> School you Mary yeah. uh, You know And she, I, I love how I think it was Monique She's like I love you But when You know I'm gonna come to New York And I'm gonna give you A world history lesson Yeah yeah. Uh, but it you was, know Maybe Monet knows Something we don't You know So I hope our Marys Educate us Yeah uh, Cause right now I was kinda like what? Yeah, I have not heard the story. Yeah, but that, I there's a lot of stories. I've I'm heard. ready to be taught. So. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, and just the three of them, like the the chemistry between Asia and Monet and Monique was just so enjoyable to watch. Right, like they were having such a, it was such like a, a fun interaction in the workroom, and it seemed like three people who were like, they knew this was a competition. Sure, but they. They could, you know what I mean? They still recognize that they were all equals. Right. There's just this sense of like, we can be sisters and in the competition at the same time. Yeah. Um, I could have just watched, I can watch them the whole season. Yeah. Like, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's it, fun. It was it uh, it was just these three three characters. Yeah, there's yeah. this. They, they're a great example of how reading works. Oh, okay. You know what I yeah. mean? And how it can be playful. Where it's fun. Yeah. I think people need more examples of how reading can be fun. Sure. Because we just we always just see examples of how it's like how can I just say the nastiest thing? Right. It's like no, no, no it's not always really about that. Yeah. Like it's about a rapport. It's yeah. about just finding like the one little thing and and making it a joke and yeah. making it be like no, I love you. Right, and I yeah. go, the way I've always like whenever if someone like calls me out or or you know someone who I'm uh, okay with you know someone who knows me, um, what I like about it is like there's the, it's it's the if someone can call you out on something like that, it means they know you and they're paying attention to you. Sure, and that means a lot. It yeah. means you're seen. That's true. You know, and so I always read it that way, like a fun like friendly read means I, I see you. Okay. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. this seemed like a good example. Like of that. when our Marys talk about air guitars. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or I Amanda love it. talks about farts. Yeah. I mean that I love you. Amanda. <laughs> you know, white farts are the sign of a true hooker. And uh, I, I hate you for, for that. that. <laughs> um, anyway, I wrote down Monet, Asia and Monique for prom queen. Oh yeah. Yeah. I want all share it. Yeah. Yeah. Share it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they're, they're my three favorites so far in this yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. So we have the runway. Boom. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I, I, I took some pictures, mm-hmm. um, to help us. As How very fashion photo review of you. Oh yeah. It's going to be a boot for me. <laughs> well, the first one is RuPaul. I mean, uh, very different. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about like, what, you know, when's like, she gonna? Did Raven have off this week? Because she's literally wearing a mask. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's wearing a mask. But we did see her lips. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to be clear. Oh, man. Um, I mean, it was, I thought she was gonna take the visor off, but I'm okay that she didn't. Oh, yeah. A look's a look. Yeah, it was yeah. Just Grace Jones sitting there judging. Yeah. I loved it. Well, and it's interesting because they kept showing shots of RuPaul, yeah. and you didn't know what she was thinking. Right, and the talking heads of like, and I can see in RuPaul's eye that right. she's loving this. And yeah. it's like, it's like okay, well, okay, yeah. For, no, and you know they're they're making a bit. They're doing right. a bit. Yeah, right. obviously, right. Yeah. absolutely. Um, so yeah, the first look was the Alaskan. Yes, the Alaskan summer realness. Realness. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Mayhem Miller comes out in the pink and black. It was it's a like, pink bathing suit. Black, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so long ago. Yeah, thirty three looks know, ago. and an untucked and ago. an untucked, which was a look. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not always the best to comment on looks because you know, what makes you think I don't know anything yeah, about fashion? I don't know if you've noticed. Um, but I did like Eureka's kind of black and white. Yeah, uh, throwback to a '60s thing. Um, I do like what when Eureka. You know, one of the things I love the most about Eureka was that Gaga look. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. the her ability to build because she builds these. Yeah, to build an outfit um, that fits her body. Yeah, and, and it just makes sense mm-hmm. um, because this wouldn't be what I think you know you would expect yeah you know she all three looks i felt this challenge the proportions were so good sure like she really figured out in a way that i haven't i haven't seen before on a bigger queen uh-huh. she figured out how to create an, like a very unexpected illusion with with that much queen yeah and silhouette yeah and that, that silhouette and i thought wow that's i mean it's not about looking skinnier it's just like the transformation right you know yeah no i was impressed um monet exchange has her that that wig uh the neon neon. wig i was like girl you know i love you but i just don't know if the judges are gonna go for this (laughs) you know i love you 
Yeah, I mean, this at least she wasn't a you know pussycat wig. That's right, that's right. And you know, and like the more I looked at the wig, I was like, oh, I see that beachy hair. Yeah, it's beachy I, hair. I know what you're doing. Yeah, I love it, beachy. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, uh, I, I feel like it's like a Kate Hudson in some summer movie. You sure, know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Walking on the beach mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Cameron Michaels, uh, she had a Real Housewives of something. Oh, yeah, moment. that was you know. For some reason, even though it wasn't like over the top, man, it was just like everything was in place. I mean, yeah, I, I like the line of like her, even her boobs are strapped in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, her, yeah her boobs have their seatbelts yeah, on. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, this was a, you know, not to jump ahead, but overall for Cameron, this was a great this runway. This was a great runway. She, I mean, this really impressive. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I think I liked her um, more than Cracker. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Vixen comes out with the see-through bathing suit and the fan. Oh, yeah. I thought conceptually this was interesting mm-hmm. um, in the sense that she he just opened up. My cat just opened up that cabinet all by himself. He's like a raccoon. Yeah. He's literally like living with a raccoon. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird. He's <laughs> going he's gonna to burrow through all of those plastic bags. Yep, knock over the, the dishwasher. Exactly. I mean, this is... Oh, God. Oh my god Okay No we're gonna ignore him It's fine Alright So yes Sorry Mary Yeah keeping it real Um, So the vixen Yeah I liked the You know she uses the fan To Mm -hmm. kind of You know have this Kind of like it's I'm keeping you cool Mm -hmm. Kind of moment uh, Which I thought was uh, Interesting Yeah But I you know at the end of the day, it was like, okay, this is a see-through garment, and I, yeah. it didn't look amazing. Kind of like her entrance look. It was like the construction was, yeah, wasn't matching the concept, right? You know? Right, because the concept's there. Yeah, like it's it's interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> um, and then Aquaria I had mean, the the what is it Nacho Libre? Oh uh, yeah, the uh, I think it's Mucho Libre. I think I think Nacho Libre was the movie. Oh okay, and I think the I can't remember the actual term. It's like Mexican wrestlers. Sure. But it's, uh, I mean, mucho libre. That's like very free. Or I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass. Mary's will help us. Mary's, forgive me. It's a hot take. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Oh, is it a hot it's take? It's a hot take. We can make it a cold take. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This look was very graphic. Very interesting. Um. She looked cool. Yeah. I um, mean. I, yeah. This was a look. I keep re- with you know, the with the braid. I was like, okay. I keep All wanting right. to resist Aquaria, but this fucking look. Yeah. 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 Th- I mean, right. Yeah. This look. I mean, I was like, okay. Yeah, yep. I mean, I, it, it reminds me of Vala Chachki in that yeah. way, right? Where we were kind of resisting her because she insulted Michelle Visage. You know right, what I mean? Right, but it's like, oh, I can't argue this. But is like, amazing. oh, this is damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Dusty Ray Bottoms, she had the, the, the crown sailor hat and then the shorts and, a, and the striped kind of tank top. Yeah. I think the judges were kind of right on in this where yeah. it was like from head up, it was like interesting. Yeah. And then from the bottom, it was like, okay. Yeah, I felt the same way. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, I think it just I liked her. Oh, is this no? This wasn't the one where she had the gloves. She just had the whip. Yeah, but I think just in terms of also like variety from other looks we've seen, it's like it's very there is a similar like the you know the stripes and whatnot. And I'm all for trademarks, but yeah, you know versatility is very helpful. Oh, you life. like you like versatility? Yeah. Mary? Sorry, Miss Bottoms, you might have to be a little more versatile. Okay, yeah. Dusty Ray versatile. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dusty Ray verse. Um, Monique Hart. I love this. Oh one. yeah! And why were you? You seemed like you were kind of like, uh oh. Okay, let me walk across these eggshells for you, Mary. Uh, she because she's a black queen wearing a bathing suit with water. Oh, on. and I thought, well, that's. I didn't. Yeah, that I didn't doesn't. That and I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying that's 
a, a, a choice. Oh, I see. And I'm sure she made it consciously. And I'm not saying anything negative about it. Yeah, I well, am, I love Watermelon Mary. I do too, but like... Yeah, and I loved how she referenced poetic justice. Mm-hmm. She was having a poetic justice moment. Right, but <laughs> you, I, I'm not alone and like, oh, okay, that's... Yep, you're making a statement. Yeah, yeah, it's like Miss Cracker. Yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's and the it, same way that Miss Cracker is making a statement yeah. in a sense. Yeah, but it was yeah. like, okay, cool. I, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's I all right, Mary. Looks, what am I going to do? Ignore right. that? Yeah, no, I hear you, But Mary. I didn't. It's fine. I hear you, Mary. She looked, uh, she looked great. She had these big boobs. Oh, yeah. They called boobs. Yeah, they called I'm boobs. I'm glad uh, they weren't the, uh, the, the pillow boobies. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Pillow boobies. Um, Blair St. Clair had the kind of very classic. Uh, it was basically like what Eureka did, but I think a little oh, bit more basic. Yeah, I don't even really remember it. I remember her looking good every runway. Oh, right. Oh, I did like this look. I take that back. The yeah. striped bathing suit. I thing. mean, she looks great. It yeah. is. It is polished. It is. She's. Yep. She's thin. She's white. Yeah. Um. I guess that's Miss Cracker. Um. But yeah. Th- I mean, it's interesting, and mm-hmm. it's very kind of like uh photo ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And she she does drag. You know, fish drag very very well. She has a complete illusion. Yeah. In respect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and you know, to uh, I think it was Aja's point. Like nobody's gonna read her for not being fish. Yeah. I'll be curious to see if anybody's gonna challenge her and be like. Can you do something else besides this yes. very synthetic Courtney act type of kind of like really, really beautiful look? Right. It's kind of like in season six when Courtney came out with that, um, the Klaus Nomi Malone. Sure. You ha- she had to do that to show, oh, no, no, I can do other things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Blair needs one of those moments. Yeah, yeah I for think sure. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, Asia O'Hara. This was the nude uh, oh, bodysuit yeah, yeah, yeah. with, the, with the, the felt balls. Or something, yeah. It's interesting because they were setting her up as the sewer, and I then know. she comes out in this, and I'm like, oh no, I know. And we were, and then I was like, okay, yeah. she's gonna be in the bottom, yeah. But I she mean, wasn't, and yeah. I mean, she, I again, this is kind of like the vixen where I kind of like the concept. I thought this idea of like this this very nude illusion, yeah, um, but with the lights, it didn't. It kind of betrayed her a little bit, and plus, she, you know, I think she she ran out of time. Yeah. She admitted, yeah. sure. Um, Mitz Cracker. Oh, Mitz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mitzy Cracker. Mitz Cracker. Yeah. Um, yeah, she had the braided, it was the braids, uh, oh. the braid bathing suit, the braid bikini. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, this With one... the green in the back. It was kind of like the hula girl mm-hmm. on the thing. Yeah, the dashboard hula girl. You know, I, I just... I uh, Cracker looks great on the runway. I, I just don't know why she was over Cameron. Yeah, it's... It's a boot for me. Okay. I, yeah, it's a boot for me. Yeah. I, I mean, just, I don't. I just, her makeup looked great. You yeah. Know, she's, you know. she's an amazing queen, but this look just didn't right. excite me. Right. No. Uh, I mean, I like the, the reference to that hula girl. It's very iconic. Yep. I, uh, it was all hair, which is, you know, there's there's certain challenges that are all hair. You know what I mean? Surprised they didn't say, well, we've seen this look before. Oh, shit. Just, well, we haven't. No, we have. When? There was a hairball. And okay, but a hairball. <laughs> a hairball. Um, yeah, but they read calorie for her money dress. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. But this wasn't a fail. No, it wasn't a fail. But it's just like they said they, they read Yuha. We've seen this before. They've read calorie. We've seen this before. And right. then like, Cracker, you're so innovative. Right, right. <laughs> I'm giving a look. Well, I you know I I'm still holding out for a hero. You know I'm still holding yep. out for Cracker. Yep. I I just think Cameron did better. But yeah. um, Mayhem Miller. This is the first time that I was like, oh, oh her yes. like Winter Queen, the white, the Ice Queen. Oh yeah. my God, with that fur. Yeah, she 
this the, I just thought this was gorgeous. And I think the when I liked it the most was when I saw all of the glitter on her chest and her face. Yeah, I think me too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, oh, it was a really nice kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then another cool silhouette from Eureka. If you remember, she was wearing you know a bodysuit, right, uh, or a, a, a leotard, but she had extended her hips with these little oh the white eats. thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it had a bit of like a like a bit of a space age. Theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of Alexis Michelle's mother daughter look. Yes, in the same color yeah, scheme yeah, with, with, with the purple wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's was, what this kind of reminded me of. Yeah, very similar, and I I loved the the shape is also similar to um, Trixie's look in season seven. The um, for the Glamazonian Airways, the what is it? The uh, Jet Set Eleganza. She did oh. a kind of like Space Girl. Oh, okay. It's the same shaped uh, oh. body, you know, body suit. Yeah, body, yeah. body suit. Um, but, you know, it's funny. It's like, you know, Trixie is obviously much smaller than Eureka, but Eureka accomplished the exact same silhouette. Yeah. Again, I just think that's so no, cool. No, it's different. Yeah. She yeah. she does not give in to any of the excuses of, well, I'm a big girl. Right. Like, she defies that yeah. in this this runway yeah, really well. Super interesting. Yeah. Um, I did have a feeling that she was going to go home this episode. I did too. Yeah. Um, and then I was really glad she didn't. Yeah. 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 Um, Monet Exchange. Ugh. Oh, wow. Yes. Blew yes. me away. Yes. Ugh. With the crown and the makeup. I mean, and even on the, the judges were like, this was this was great. It was so cool. Yeah, this was different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we haven't seen this from her. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah. Yeah, oh and there was like that, that crown. Oh, I, I loved it. With the earrings. Yeah. yeah. No, she looked, yeah. she looked kind of... Um, possessed yeah it was, i it was, loved it it was really beautiful yeah and that dress was so cool yeah um cameron michaels came out oh yeah and it took me a while to kind of realize what was kind of going on here mm-hmm. but like her face it seems like her face had like frozen yeah and her hair was blue and she had that bodysuit on mm-hmm. with the with the fur over it um cameron again like came to play you know, she was doing like Dragula levels of drag I this see what week you mean. in terms of like the level of detail, and yeah, intricacy. Like, just there's so much that she put. She on. completely transforms. Yeah, like I can't believe she did that that bathing suit look and then this look. Yeah, and then that last week it was that Maleficent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, you know, for a queen who's really been personality wise flying under the radar, right? These looks. I mean, the the first week's runway is an exception. These looks have been really solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the vixen had that horny look uh, with the horns and the white dress. Oh yeah, this was kind of forgettable for me. Yeah, I I took me I had to look at it for a while. But you it, know, I mean, she had a really cool performance because she was blowing the snow. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the fan, and I thought that was that was cool. Yeah, and certainly. I was I was looking at that more than I was the garment, Same. and I think that's why I didn't really remember the garment as much. Same, yeah. Um, but you know, it was conce- conceived well. Yeah, yeah. I, that look, I think I'd have to. Watch again. I didn't. I didn't really get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Aquaria. She dyed those furs. Oh, yeah. yeah. This was. I, this wasn't amazing to me. No. But uh, it certainly took a lot of effort to put together. I had the same thought. I appreciated all of the effort, but like she was kind of a muppet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like the most glamorous muppet, and sure. you know, it 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 can be seen as fashion. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it certainly was it. If not the most exciting look, certainly interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. And I think sh- we can count on her for that. At yeah. Least. Yeah. Um, Dusty had the kind of ice. Yeah. It was ice almost like queen. She, she was almost like this kind of like 
colonial ghost. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I see that. And I kind of love that. Yeah, with the it was it reminded me of like Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ghosty I, with uh the Elizabethan collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was yeah. there was just this kind of like, oh, you've been haunting this runway for <laughs> centuries, haven't you, you know? Um yeah, no, I I I like this look. Yeah. Um I I think my phone died soon. Um, oh, Monique Hart came out, and I was nervous for Monique Hart for the first time. Oh, that pink pantsuit. Yeah, suit. the pink yeah. pantsuit and the fur, and I was like, nope, this is the first time we've seen you fail. Yeah, I know. It didn't come together for me, and I don't I don't know. It's almost like I would love the look if she took the fur off and she was just giving you, like, you know, 1982 woman. Right. But that wasn't the runway, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just didn't. And I love pants, but I just, and I love Monique. Oh, this combination of those things I love is uh, not there. Monique. Yeah. Um, the next one I have, oh, is Blair with the, the rabbit. Oh, yeah. The rabbit dress. This wasn't new for me. I, I mean, would... it looked gorgeous. I, I can't tell you. I am so impressed yeah. with all of these queens. Like, all these queens are so talented, and, and especially Blair, because she looks so fishy and so beautiful. Yeah. But I... I, I Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, you know, I have a different aesthetic, I guess. I guess that's all it is. I have a different aesthetic. And this is so right on the nose where Mm -hmm. I'm just like, it's too perfect. You know, it's like a Courtney Act kind of thing, but like for a fashion runway, like she's that good. She looks that good. Yeah. I mean, look at this. I know. Yeah. I was kind of half expecting a reveal. Not that it needed it. Oh, yeah. But this, I, I guess... I think that speaks to the straightforwardness and the on on the noseness of Blair. Okay, um, I'm looking for those sneak attacks. Right, you know, yeah, oh, I'm sure. looking for those sneak attacks. Sure. Well, yeah. she's good. she's rumbling through. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. We'll yep. see what happens with Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'll be a, a good test for her. She's done. Cameron, she's you know? done well every week. Yeah, Blair. Like yeah. she's she's she done in the top last week. Yeah, she's she's been consistently doing fine. Yeah. Um, but it's that popping. Right. A lot of these queens need to pop. Yeah. You know, Monet needs to pop. Yeah. This is kind of a running theme. What was that time she she had a talking head and she's like, oh no, and then dot 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 fill in the blank. I'm she, like, well, aren't you supposed to fill in the blank? She was saying about someone. I think she was saying about Dusty. Actually, she's saying, you know, well, you, oh, the metal. If you wear a corset and a and a, and, oh, a, and yeah. panties, we've seen from past seasons. You know what happens. Dot 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 well she was right yeah 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 that's true um it was uh uh Ajo o'hara next with the leopard oh yeah the pink leopard and that um fur coat it was just a lot it was a lot it was just a lot and um i think i i think there were just better looks yeah yeah it was a lot it was just a lot and i just couldn't I just didn't I mean, know how to sit If with I it. saw that queen in real life in that outfit, I'd be like, oh my God. Oh, sure. But you put her next to, you know, 32 other looks mm-hmm. and you're like, this, this, uh, this sticks out and maybe not in the most elegant way. Yeah. I mean, the drag of it all is great. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For yes, sure. Agreed. With the visor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was certainly a runway. You know what I mean? At uh, least yeah. it was a runway. Oh, she was giving you a full look. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I, I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cracker has the, uh, the pink, um, the, this pink look with this, the, the helmet. Yeah. This was kind of a boot for me too. Yeah. I, I am, do I just not get it? Am I just missing the nuances here about why this is so, why they, why the judges saw this as so elevated? Yeah. I mean, I guess we need to start watching, uh, 
that her YouTube channel. Oh yeah, 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 and, and her you know review of the Jew and all right. that. Right, yeah, review of the Jew. Yeah, um, because maybe we're missing something. I mean, she looks great. She looks great. She's it, yeah. It, it's it's reading kind of. I don't want to compare her, uh, but it reading in a way of like a pheromone where it's like mm-hmm. you look great, safe. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where I'm landing. I'm not saying she doesn't look good. She's right. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, she had a little detail of the ice things, kind of as bullets on her chest. Oh, I know. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. I thought I re- noticed that, and I thought, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she had nice little boots on. Yeah. Um. Mayhem Miller. Oh man, she comes out in her space outfit. Oh, was this that? Oh, yeah, that like with the visor and the red. It was the red. It was a red pantsuit, mm-hmm. but it was like red and gold. Yeah. Um, and it was severe. It was good. It was you know? severe. She's I, she can walk a runway. That's a look I need to see the episode again and just kind of watch that look because I mean, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, she had oh, the she had the eyes. The face. Yeah. is ridiculous. I know. And I love a hood. Oh. <laughs> I love a hood. Let's check under the hood, Mary. Yeah, right. What's under her hood? What's under that hood. Yeah, yeah. What are you under there? Yeah, what do you got in there? Um, yeah. Then my phone died. Uh, I think uh, I took. I missed um, Eureka's. Oh, her executive realness. Oh, right. She had the yeah. executive. Yeah, <laughs> and I. That's like one of my favorite categories. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so I loved it. Yeah. Um, we had. Um, a who? Who is this one? Um, maybe you know. Is that that's Cameron? Oh my! What <laughs> were you having a stroke when you took this? <laughs> I think it is Cameron. Yeah, I think so. Which was yeah, she was that like space girl, that like you know, confused Martian. Yeah, which I thought was uh, a confused Martian. Yeah, I thought cute. was was cute. I mean, in terms of the versatility of each look, I mean, she she did great. And yeah, as they said, she gave a story because like the first look was this like funny kind of caricature, right? And then the second look was this like intense, you know, Dragula level drag character, and then the third one was this. Um, very drag race character, you know. Oh, I see. Sorry, this like it makes me think of the season three Queens in Space challenge. Oh, this character would be in there. Yeah, she'd you know? be on, on the spaceship yeah. for sure. Um, the vixen came out in the turquoise moment, um, and I remember not loving this look. I it, the the it, the things that were on her that she put on her bodice and. The just the, the the suit of it all. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it? Yeah, no, I I do because I remember the the legs, the pants. I was very confused. Oh by. yeah, because they went up super high. Yeah, um, this was another look that I didn't really get. Yeah. Um, and that also Maybe it's just beyond us. I mean, I think we can also kind of accept what our shortcomings are. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think the one what I will say though, this we're is, also allowed to have opinions. Mary. Yeah, we're allowed to have opinions, <laughs> even if you know. Yeah, whatever. Uh. This is a consistent thing for me with the Vixen. All of her looks have... The construction has always been a B. Okay, yeah. Her entrance look was kind of a B. Her I love. I loved the peacock. Oh, the peacock is the exception. Ugh. But... I mean that the pipe bathing suit was not amazing. Okay. Um, I mean that was hard to 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 do and conceive, but yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't like a a full sewn thing. Yeah. So I the thing that I'm feeling with the vixen, I mean, I I know this became a hot button thing in terms of her being a crafty queen. Um, but I'm seeing <laughs> yeah, really. But I'm seeing the craftiness. Okay. I'm seeing it, and sometimes I love the craftiness. Yeah. I like love Pandora box. Yeah. Or, or like, I always think of, for some reason, I always think of Jinx's day of the dead. Look, I always think I see the rough edges oh. in a way that elevates the look. Oh, I see. You know? Okay. Um, so yeah, but this, I, the peacock look was great, but yeah, yeah, this, I think all three this week for me for the Vixen was a boot. Right. Okay. 
Um, Aquaria. I didn't think this was going to work when she was talking about in the workroom, but holy shit. Yeah, she made this work. She she sold it on the runway. They had um, to blur her tucked penis. It reminded me of a Valentina coming down as Madonna. Oh, yeah. You know what Love I mean? Love that look, yes. Um, sh- you know, just very fashion forward, very thin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, that was what I was like, Jesus Christ. She's very thin. So thin. Yeah, this little lady. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it worked. It was kind of, it, it reminded me of like a David Bowie. In a way, yes. like Gaga, David yes, Bowie. Yes, there was that that Ziggy Stardust quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah, um, Dusty Ray Bottoms. Uh, she she had the metal look. Yeah, that that steampunk situation. I yeah, guess. and yeah. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. No, yeah, I thought it was. No. I thought it was um, a lot of hard work. Yeah, uh, and it didn't look like hard work. Like it looked kind of like, oh wow. It didn't look like metal. Yeah, you know, in in a way, like why wow, you transform the material, right? Yeah, like if this was the unconventional materials challenge in Project Runway, she'd win. Yeah, yeah. And I like that she chose smaller hair for this. Oh yeah, I love that short she hair. Cute. Oh, I love that. You know, they keep reading Monet for those little kitten wigs. These queens in short hair can look so cute. Yeah, no, it can work. Yeah. I mean, I I remember loving it on Peppermint um, when she had that reveal. When oh, and anytime she take that wig off, yeah, Ugh, yeah, and then even BB had it, I think, or no, no, it was <gasps> it was Kennedy in the wigs on wigs on wigs challenge. Oh, Kennedy, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I just some so, yeah, right, right, because she had that pink little thing at the end. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, so cute. Um, yeah, no, this was it was interesting. I mean, she didn't have a bottom to this dress. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the biggest problem mm-hmm. is she worked so hard on the top and there I mean, there wasn't any bottom. Yeah, yeah, ironically. And you're enough. a dusty ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dusty ray wears the bottoms. Yeah. yeah it's all right. Uh, you know, obviously these I mean, these challenges are it's it's rough. Yeah, I mean in this one, they make three fucking looks. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of work. Um, and then we had Monique's uh Reveal, yeah, from like Michelin Man to <laughs> Woman that she apparently put together like very quickly. Yeah, I was smart of her to make it a reveal. I loved it. I, loved I think this saved her. Yeah, she. I yeah, this look I loved. I don't know, like I love the way that dress hung on her. I love it. The what, what did she say? Oh, the cheeks. The uh, the, the the butt. Uh, booty, side, side side booty cheeks or something like that. Yeah. Side butt cheeks or whatever she was. Saying. It was so. I think the way she was just feeling herself yeah. was so funny and so oh, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The confidence certainly helps. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, they yeah. can read it. Yeah, it sells a look. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Blair came out in uh, you know probably probably a, 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 another beautiful look that I mm. don't think is. You know, season ten drag. Oh, this is the very pink. very re- very reminiscent of her Meet the Queens look. Oh. In, I'm like, is that the same dress? No, 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 no. This is like a satiny, but it's very, shiny, it's very similar. Like the same like color the, scheme, maybe. But like same cut, same pattern oh. of the stripes. There's a lot that's very similar about it. Yeah. Um, but I'll have to do more digging on that one. Yeah. I mean, she looks again. She completely transforms, absolutely. and you're like, oh my god, you're that 12 year old boy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's she's beautiful. It's like when you see these little girls do these like beauty pageants, and they're right. seven, and then all of a sudden, like they're 17. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Asia O'Hara. I thought she was going to get red for the lumps on her head. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, not. And I'm not talking about those white balls, Mary. No, 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 no. those are fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they didn't mention it at all, and maybe it's because she got emotional. Maybe, maybe they did, and we didn't hear it. Yeah. Um. This this look, I liked. I thought it was cool. I thought it was uh, different and funny. Um. And whimsical. I, you know. It, it seemed like she had Asia. A con- here's a who. Right. It it seemed like she had a concept that didn't. She didn't have time to complete. Okay. You know what I mean. Okay. I think there was more refining that she wasn't able to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? No, I hear that. Um, you know, purple, pink, red, you know, yeah. it's, it's an interesting color scheme. Um, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That thing on our head is great. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then cracker comes out with the astronaut look, uh, yeah. that they loved mm-hmm. and I get why they loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I get why they loved it. It was, it was right on the nose and mm-hmm. it was, you know, it had jewels in it and right. It had the wink and the nod. Yeah. And she made it. Yeah. I was, you know, when she was talking about like, Oh, she oh was, and those nails. Oh, right. She was so worried that they were going to see this as like two on the nose for like, like astronaut look. Right. And I was thinking, Oh, if I were her, how would I elevate it? And I was thinking if I had, the wherewithal or someone would lend me a wig, even though that could be contentious in this workroom, I would have my ponytail ha- go out of the oh. the um, space hat. Or <laughs> what is that? The helmet. Yeah. I'd have the ponytail go out of space that. Hat. Space hat. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like a big old like 60s ponytail. You oh, know? okay. Okay. Um, I'd see if... I dream of Jeannie. I'd see if Monique had any more 22-inch wig, you know? <laughs> um, and I thought that would be cool, but whatever. Yeah. They didn't ask me. Yeah. No, they, they, they didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so those are those, that's this very, very long runway. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we went through all of them. I know. I did, when you were like, well, in the first look, I was like, well, girl, it's 33 looks. Yeah. But, all right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? You know, it's a hot take. Yeah. Um, I, uh, oh, so, okay. So then we have, uh, the, the tops and the bottoms, right? So the safe is Monique, the Vixen, Blair St. Clair, Mayhem Miller, and Eureka O'Hara. Yeah. Though once they got untucked, nobody was safe. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, maybe Blair was. Yes, Blair was safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mayhem was like, "Okay, I'm coming with you. Whatever. I yeah. just don't want to be me." Yeah. Right, right. Um, so yeah. So then Monet. It seems like Monet and Dusty and Asia were in the bottom, and then yeah. you had Cracker and Cameron and uh, Aquaria on the top. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this again. I just found. I just thought Cameron's looks were just like. What am I missing, Marys? Yeah, Marys, let me know. Like honestly, you know, as nicely as possible. But like, what am I missing? Like, why, why are Cracker's looks better than Cameron's looks? Yeah, yeah. The only takeaway I have on that is that they want to push the storyline that Cracker and Aquaria are okay. neck and neck. Okay. Um, and that's what they're driving. And and Cameron isn't giving them a story. And we don't know. Okay. We have not seen the rest of the season. Right. We don't know what's going to happen. But right. in episode we four, she wasn't giving them a story. Yeah. yeah. She's too busy meditating. Yeah, you know? right. We know she likes Heavily to make headpieces. Yeah, headpieces. Yeah, that's basically all we know. Yeah. yeah. And she's, you know, rough trade. And she's rough trade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I liked how Dusty defended her look and saying, you know, it's Mars is burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it didn't, It that didn't bother me. Um, I feel like if they really wanted to dig in, they could probably read multiple girls yeah. on their space look. Right. Like what's Martian about Eureka's? Nothing. Right. Right? Right. I still loved it, but like, you know, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's just, you know, a little bit of a little bit of like But eh. it's a show. We're watching a TV it's show. TV show. Somebody needs to be on the bottom. Right. Right. That's your bottom. Right. And yeah. I kind of I don't know. I had a sense early on. I was like, oh, they're not going to keep her long. Yeah. I'm so glad Dusty got to tell her story. Yeah, me too. And and I'm glad it wasn't the episode she went home on. Sure. You know what I mean? And and again, we live for her lip syncs. Yeah. We you know, we've seen her live with that. Oh God, that peach plum pear lip sync. Yeah. I just can't get over it. Oh yeah, and I mean, if we want to just talk about the lip sync this episode, oh, dude, um, well, almost it. there. I, we, we should talk about Asia. Oh, I don't want to skip over that. No. Yeah. Oh, that broke my heart. Um, it. They said cute isn't enough, and then she started crying. Ugh. And, you know, she's she's like, my time was spent helping all the other girls. And I loved how the other girls were like, yep, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. And I I was like, finally, they're 
protecting Mama Bear. Yeah. And like, know? finally, we see these queens saying, yep, she helped all of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. these girls. I'm so proud of these yeah. girls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, proud, so to, so see proud to see it. No, and, and just Asia trying to hold it together. I it's a, it's a piece of advice that RuPaul gives that I think a lot of us... Um, I don't want to get too emotional and I might get a little emotional, but like a lot of us um, sometimes forget to take care of ourselves because um, we're so used to fixing. Mm -hmm. We're so used to being the peacekeepers in our lives, whether it was because of our parents fighting or whether it was because we couldn't deal with our shit. So we were the therapist for all of our girlfriends. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't know how to deal with being bullied. So we just hung out with the girls in the cafeteria and listened to all their problems or not even just problems, all their successes. And, you know, and we were just kind of that friend. Mm -hmm. We were the sidekick and we were the the helper and Mm -hmm. the listener. And, you know, we would, uh, we would be the ones to go to our friends when they were sad and we would console our mothers mm-hmm. when our fathers were mean. You know what I mean? Mm, we did uh, all. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. We are. So many queer people are take on that part of the peacekeeper mm-hmm. of yeah. the fixer. And it, I hearing her story this week really hit home for me. I was like, of course, of course this is what she's doing. Yeah. Of course this is what she's doing because she doesn't want anybody to fail. Yeah. She doesn't want to lose anybody. She doesn't, you know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, she's rebuilt family. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like this is somebody like who knows the importance of holding on to people. Exactly. And it goes deep down into the shame that often many of us feel or just the low self-esteem that some of us feel is just being gay in this world mm-hmm. and not not looking at us first, mm-hmm. not taking care of ourselves first. Yeah. And it's um, I I see it all the time. These beautiful, amazing people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That forget about themselves, that will shit on themselves, that will hurt themselves, that will miss this appointment and miss and be late for this. And, you know, just to help. Yeah. Because they they need to they need to feel like they're fixing. Yeah. I think it also goes back to what we were talking about with Cracker and, and her father and this idea of external external validation external signs of success i think um i think people i think all kinds of people do this certainly queer people but i think that that sense of going for something external to get what you need internally oh sure you know what i mean like sure like we talk about this with pandora all the time is you need to get to the point where you don't need the phone call right so whatever asia is trying to like fix or keep in order ain't got nothing to do with the sewing machines in the workroom right you know right and it's not for me to know what her story is but like ultimately if that's how you see yourself in the world it's that's not the real story yeah that's that's kind of how you've interpreted it you know in so many so many cases right like when you're giving advice as you're giving it you're like oh i i need this advice Yes. Right. And I mm-hmm. think about a teacher in a classroom. Oftentimes while they're teaching their students, they're teaching themselves lessons also. Mm-hmm. And the students are, are, are mirroring back lessons that they need to learn. Yeah. And I feel like this is a great example of being called out of being like, whoa, like this, uh, you, you're in this competition and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a microcosm of, of something bigger. Right. Like take care of yourself, you know? Right. Put right. the mask on first, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, that's, I think that's, I mean, it's, it's great life advice for anyone. And of course there's a lot of people who are incredibly selfish and put other people's oxygen masks on themselves yeah. because it's like more air for me. Right. Um, but like not talking to those people, yeah, but I think no the people who like, 
yeah, I know so many people who are so externally focused and it's in order to feed themselves and something that they need. They, they're feeding other people what they need to feed themselves. Yeah. Um, they talk about that in the whole coaching world that people who go into coaching often end up coaching their clients on their own issues. Sure. Not out of a sort of like, not in an unhealthy way. Just, that's just what happens. Right. Is you just draw people into your life who reflect back things of, that you need to work on. Yeah. So yeah, I think that, I think that happens all the time. I think it's like when we, you know, you go through, through life and it's like, Oh my God, like, I think they may have just talked about this on What's the Tea or some podcast I listened to where they're like, you know, you just keep coming up against the same story over and over, the same circumstance. And you're like, what the fuck? This must be my assignment. Sure. This same circumstance over right. and over. Um, and so I wonder how, how that applies to Asia. Like, ha- how often has she stretched herself too thin for other people? Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I hope I hope after this, I hope we see more of Asia telling that story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or at least kind of taking that advice you yeah. know heeding it yeah. I, I, habits are habits right right um obviously you know it's not going to all be solved in two days no um but uh yeah it would it, it would be nice to see some sort of kind of breath mm-hmm. taken from that at least maybe in a moment in the next episode mm-hmm. uh where she kind of reflects on it because yeah. she almost went home she didn't have to lip sync yeah but i think what's great is that asia is a longtime pageant queen so she can take feedback yeah she can take criticism and apply it like right. that's part of that that you know that discipline so yeah. um I mean, I have all faith that she's going to come back next week and just fucking kill it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping for that. Yeah. Obviously, I'm Team Asia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so okay. So, that was like the big thing. Um, there was also that funny joke that uh, I think it was Logan Browning said it. She was like, hi, Miss Cracker. I think that's the only time I can ever say oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, only, <laughs> you know, get, the only time I can get away saying that. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise... Uh, the only other note I wrote is um, how are they how are they picking Cracker over Cameron? Yeah, um, and you know I guess it's just different strokes, different folks. Yeah, or, something or like that's that. the reality show part of this. Yeah, yeah, and the production gets the line that they always wanted, which is this is the dawning of the age of Aquaria. Right, and I'm like, okay, they're like, when are we gonna get to use? All this right, line? right. Now and it's over. Right, thanks. You've used it. <laughs> yeah, it, you've done it. It's over. Yeah. Um, I mean, here we are. You know, we we were doing puns last week it was right know, uh, yeah it. right it's fine <laughs> i think honestly i think what it is is just kind of a resistance to aquaria oh yeah i'm just resisting her right um she's she's not the one i'm rooting for this season okay. but she's doing great yeah, you know what i mean is. so there's that, oh my God. that dichotomy i mean she looked great yeah 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 there's no arguing it yeah so then this lip sync this was stressful you were you were not, you were, what did you say? You were like a astronaut's, astronaut's wife. wife. Yeah. I was so <laughs> stressed. I was, uh, yeah, I was just sitting there. Mrs. Armstrong, just like, Oh, come on, baby. Come on, baby. You just need to pull this out. Yeah. And then when they said that the song was, was by Nicki Minaj, I was like, I think Monet can do this. Okay. I like, I just think she's going to be okay. Right. I so, I don't know. I just think she's going to be okay. She got through. She got through. This she is, got through. It's, it's, it's much like when Chi Chi got the, the, you know, and I'm telling I'm you, telling you there's so many different lip syncs where a queen gets a certain song. And you're like, okay, uh, Chad Michaels versus Latrice Royale. Not for nothing though. And I hear all of that. Dusty could have killed this song, but what Monet did, Oh my God. She just spoke spun that shit around yeah where she was like getting ready i mean the moment she was because she looked her face was she was giving you face 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 yep face. yep and then she, the, the the moment when she was 
gonna do the split and then didn't and then had that like oh like that moment that acting moment yeah and and rupaul turned to michelle and i i was like yeah. okay when oh. rupaul turns to michelle to laugh you've won the lips yeah and, oh yeah and this was i mean to to compare it to to royalty this will be um uh, right you know i don't it's right up there it's right up there i'm i'm gonna watch it like this is this is probably some of the best lip sync syncing that we've seen since like alaska yeah oh, absolutely you know what um, i mean like this lip sync or this season uh the, in in, in this, this episode no this season of oh, the season yeah uh I, I no i shouldn't say this any this lip sync mm-hmm. going all the way back to alaska I'm like, okay, you know, Tatiana and Alyssa, obviously, mm-hmm. but then Alaska after that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I just live for this. Yeah. I'm forgetting about Sasha. I can't forget about Sasha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. forgot. Sorry, Marys. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's okay. There can be multiple great lip syncs. <laughs> there can be multiple great lip syncs. Kennedy's green light. Kennedy. Anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, there's, there. I, I, I would say if I'm just looking at season 10, these first four lip syncs, one, if not both queens, turn it the fuck out. Right. Um, this one, I mean, again, much like this will be, like the princess didn't do a bad job, but there was just no seeing her pastita. Oh, my God. And in this, I don't think Dusty was doing a bad no, job. No, she probably didn't. I mean, it, I like, don't remember it because I was I was just like, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all all my money was on Monet at that point. Nicki Minaj, get Monet on tour. Yeah. Take it to the Nicki Minaj, Naj, Naj. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, starships were meant to fly, Mary. Really? You know what I'm saying? I do, I do. Um, yeah, I. Uh, Excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about that boom, boom, Monet bass, yes. baby. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna stop with the anaconda. Um, <laughs> there we go. Um, that was a great lip sync too. Yeah, yeah, oh, Bandola yeah, 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 that's right. Oh yeah, oh, you forgot right. about that. Oh, that's right. how quickly no, and, we forget. And there's one where I would have never expected Ben, right? Just like right. So Aja should have, yeah, yeah. So I love to be surprised, but when my girl is lip syncing, I needed to know <laughs> from the second that starts that she's gonna win. <laughs> and when I see Nicki Minaj, I hold on to that for dear sure, life, sure, sure, because if not. I just don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. If Monet, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if Monet is going to make it to the top. I don't know anything. And th- I had the same feeling when, oh, who did you, was it, was it Ben? Who did you love? Who went home? Yeah, there was one. And I didn't, I, I, I watched it and I, I couldn't tell you oh. because I knew you loved her. I mean, it could be Thorgy. Oh, you know who it was? I think it was. Um, it might have been Thorgy. It might have been Milk, actually. Oh, back in because you loved six. Milk in season six, and then somebody ruined it for me on Facebook. Oh, okay, whose name will not be mentioned. <gasps> I know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just say he'll post things on Facebook like, uh, you know, recommendations for you know, vegan Brooklyn restaurants. Go. Okay. Don't Tell me what to do. Yeah. It's called Yelp, Mary. <laughs> you know what, Mary? You can always turn that shit off. You can unmute. I, I do. I, I, then, I, or just mute, you know? Yeah, Come I did. On, I, I started hiding the newsfeed. I realized, I mean, on desktop version, I still have it on my phone. Oh. I hate Facebook. Okay, but anyway, Mary. tangent. All right, All right. tangent. Yeah. Please Tan- welcome to the stage, yeah. Miss, Miss Tangent. Miss Tangent. Miss. Tangent. <laughs> all right, all right, Mary. So yeah, so all I have to say about that lip sync was that it was brilliant. Oh, I loved it. It was something we haven't seen before. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that was like, I was like, oh, she brought. So she knew much. what to do. Yeah. 
when Monet was talking to Rue. And then she did the split. She yeah. did the jump split later. It was so well-timed. When she was talking to Rue in the workroom about how, like, you know, she was saying, like, I don't wear big hair because, like, I can't fuss with that. I'm on stage for two and a half hours. I was like, this, like, that I remembered. I was like, that's right. You can, you, you could probably do this all day. Yeah. You, you got tricks up your sleeve all day. Yeah. Because in this lip sync, she brought, like, four different tricks out. Right. Some queens have one gag. Yeah. She had three or four. The way she used the mask. Right. When she was, like, breathing. Oh, my God. That's right. The, the, oh, my God. I totally forgot. Yeah. And, you know, I was a little nervous when I saw that because I'm like, Valentina? Yeah, I was like, what about, <laughs> take it off, take it off. We know what happens. We need to see your lips. We need to see your fucking lips, Monet. Oh. I just, you know, it was very <laughs> tense. She'd like to keep it on, please. Oh, take it off. <laughs> oh, take yeah. Take it all off, Mary. Take it all off. Um, Yeah, I forgot about that gag. It was yeah. a great gag. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. It was It was just so great. And, um, yeah, I'm very happy for her. Oh, good. And, for, and I was so worried. I knew it was going to be fine, Mary. Yeah. I knew it was going to be fine. Monet is so good. I know. One, I knew. And, and of course, I'm sad to see Dusty go, of, of course. Of course. But I mean, of like. Of course, we love her. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I kind of pitched, pitched my tent with this one, you yeah. know, so to speak. So, huh? um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's up for s'mores? Um, yeah. I don't know. Weird camping Bears joke. are rot- oh, trashing the camp yeah, right now, yeah, Mary. Right. Yeah, right. Don't feed the bears. Ooh. Ooh. Um. Or whatever start the hell that, I am. Start that barbecue. Yeah, up. I don't know what I don't know what gay animal I am. <laughs> I haven't. Marys, what gay animal is Colin? Right. Yeah, I'm not a bear. I don't think I'm an otter. I don't think I'm hairy enough. Ugh. I don't know. Mary, what? Know. I'm ugging not at the hairy part. I'm ugging at the. Oh, the, all the the categorization. Yeah, it's I know. like it's category is. May, I might be a wolf. Colin realness. I might be a seal. I don't know. I've always wanted to be a dolphin, but <laughs> definitely not that. Um, oh man, my my boss was reading dolphins the other day. He was like, what? "Oh my god, they're so dangerous in the sea. They just like hump everything. They fuck everything in the sea." Ugh, leave them alone. <laughs> they're just trying to have. They're just like one animal that can have an orgasm, and they're just like living it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that the thing with dolphins? Sex shaming. Yeah. He was sex shaming dolphins. Yeah, like leave them alone. Oh, oh. Sorry, <laughs> that's my dolphin. <laughs> that, that, that's my dolphin. That's my flipper. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. Oh, flipper. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Come on, drag. Come on, drag. <laughs> Dream. Come on, teeth. Oh, teeth. Um, so, we have untucked. Um, do you want to take a quick break and then uh, we'll come right back? I have to pee. Me too. All right, Mary. We're not going to play swords. Don't, no. don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, or crossed. Hey, Marys. We are back. We had, um, a, we had a little break. A little bio break. A little bi- <laughs> is that what it's called? A bio break? I, I mean, or a, a cis break. I don't know. I don't know what the term is. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Untucked happened. Um, this uh, totally changed the tone of leaving the bar, you know, yeah. leaving the, the stadium. It's like when uh, the game goes into overtime mm-hmm. after one final like Hail Mary, no pun intended, pass. And then the game goes into overtime. Oh, sports references. Sorry, Mary. Yeah. Uh, you, you lost me way down. Goes the road. into overtime, mm-hmm. and then like shit got ugly, or you know, you know, something happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and the the the, the vise on the whole competition got a little bit tighter. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so you know we uh, everybody saw the episode. Yeah. We know what happens. Uh, you know. Um, I think. Uh, Eureka is trying to insert herself into the conversation between Vixen and uh, Monique Mm -hmm. and the Vixen is not having it Mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason Um, and 
uh, Eureka um, gets upset mm-hmm. and she calls her out. Yeah. Yeah. And is like, well, I'm going to go, you know, smoke a cigarette. I'm tired of hearing you talking. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of, you know, the, and the vixen, the phrase heard around the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the vixen um, exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, she didn't explode right away. No. She said something that I think is really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, if you need to go smoke, just say that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, why did you need to do all that, Mary? You yeah. know? Yeah. Calm down, Mary. You know? And then I liked Mayhem. Mayhem's like, uh-oh. And Mayhem's like, okay, I'll go with you. Right. I'll go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like halfway out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. Uh, the downside of doing a Hot Takes episode is I don't know what I think about this moment. Sure. Uh, I had a very... I would say a strong emotional reaction to this mm-hmm. uh, because I do not like that kind of the yelling behavior. I don't, yeah. I, I respond really negatively to it. Right. I, um, makes me angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like thing, when hit, things hit a nerve, it makes you upset and angry at the same right. time. Right. Um, I'm, especially after last week when right. I think we were in a place of like, okay, she's speaking truths. Mm-hmm. You know, the vixen is speaking truths here. Yeah. You know, we're, we're kind of seeing, um, that the Queens kind of all came in Aquaria and that it was, you know, that we were focusing on the optics, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know if I made this clear last week, but like there are many ways for people to go about a, a situation like that. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if Aquarius coming at me. Right. Yeah. And I would act very differently than the vixen, but it's yeah. also, you know, sometimes you just have to get shut up and not n- just not engage. Yeah. Um, and Aquaria kept engaging. Um, mm-hmm. And I, in this in this instance, it, it was very similar. I mean, yeah. they just kind of Eureka just pushed it out there mm-hmm. and said, "You don't like me." Yeah, and the vixen is like, "No, I don't." I mean, I, you're acting. You're that girl. I knew you were. You're acting just like how you were on season nine, and I didn't like you. And and that's all it was. It reminded me of a Tyra Tatiana situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like you. Yeah, yeah. There, I said it. I don't like you. You know. Yeah. Um. And but it ended differently. It did. It's where I'm. I well, it went differently. Went differently. I because uh, we could talk about how it ended, which I'm so confused at. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just don't know. Here's where I'm having reservations. And again, like full disclosure, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells with this topic. Yeah. And part of that is like I'm sitting here saying this, and there's a whole bunch of people listening. Right. Um. And I'm just not gonna like pretend that that's not in my mind right now as I'm saying it. Right. Like, We're not the only you know opinions here. Where, yeah. You know. If you don't agree with us, you don't agree with us. I just, um, it, yeah, it's tough because yeah. we're also, you know, uh, who are we? You know yeah. what I mean? But like, we're doing this podcast and what we said we do every week is talk about Drag Race. So here yeah. we are. Not that I don't want to do that. I just yeah. feel and like. And I feel like if we don't talk about it, people are going to be like, why don't you talk about it? You know? Right. And it's like my, my feeling, I guess what I want to say is this. When we, when this kind of all happened last week it was very much a race conversation yeah and i wanted to have a race conversation last sure. week because the conversation was brought to a racial place yep it was and, and so okay well okay we'll comment on and that I, there was a lot of value in having the conversation from that lens yeah and i feel like that lens is being brought again to this conversation even though nothing has been explicitly like last week she's explicitly saying the optics of how i appear because of all of this it, it was literally a race conversation right it didn't come up in this conversation at all, but I feel like but it the optics was, are now still there. Yes. I feel like the implication was there. So I guess the reason I'm bringing all of that up is because, um, I feel in my heart of hearts that my response to how the vixen was reacting 
is is exclusive of her race. Sure. Um, I think like contextually, I'm not. I'm clearly not stuck behind an idea that she's an angry black woman. Right. I think we made it abundantly clear in the five hours we talked about that episode last week between us and Grizzly Kiki. Fair. Um, so I'm saying that emphatically. Yeah. Because I am prefacing that I do not agree with how the Vixen acted in that moment. Sure. Um, I don't know all of the reasons. I just know I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me really angry. Yeah. And like even when we were talking about it, I was getting angry. Yeah. Um, which was like, where is this coming from? Right. Um, I just, uh, I, I rejected it. Right. Um, and I don't know. Um, I, again, I refuse to see that as like, oh, you don't want to hear the, the black queen. You don't want to hear her point of view. I refuse to see that. I refuse to accept that. Yeah. Um, I think I'm an adult enough to own if that was where my bias was. Sure. Um, I think this is more about, uh, my own personal feelings about, coming at people like that yeah um and at a certain point there's you're you're making your point and you're out of 10 and you're not coding for other people and i respect all of that and at a certain point there is a line for me there was a line that got crossed to abusive behavior that or no i'm just gonna stick to my words i don't need to amend for people it felt like abusive behavior that didn't make me feel I don't, good does not matter uh that did not sit with me or did not ring true the way last week did what was abusive i i just there was what it felt like i mean if i'm going to compare it to something and i'm not saying this is what she is but if i'm going to compare it to someone this felt to me the way that uh interactions happen in a family with an alcoholic okay it was the same model and i think that's what's bothering me mm-hmm. is she's acting like that dynamic in this moment just in in the behavior and i responded very negatively to that so i guess i'm gonna just kind of flip this around Mm -hmm. so eureka stated after she walked away that she did it all on purpose that she was testing vixen and vixen either failed or passed Mm -hmm. um in my opinion it's that she passed the test Mm -hmm. because eureka wanted her to 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 flip off she Mm -hmm. wanted her to uh, get angry um, because she knew that if she just said one thing that she would go to a 10. Yeah. I don't know why she needed to take that test because or why Eureka felt the need to give that test because Eureka knew. Yeah. She knew from last week the Vixen already told her. She's like, leave me alone to Aquaria. Yeah. She said, if you're going to come for me, if you're going to come for me, I'm going to come chase you. Mm-hmm. And so for Eureka to say, yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah. Like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. And then, you know, Mayhem handling it very well. Like, uh, why is this still going on? Yeah. Uh, and then even to Eureka later being like, well, now, you know, like, don't come for her. Right. Like, leave her alone. And it could be a coded conversation of like, maybe Vixen has some emotional issues right now. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we're all here going through a lot. Right. Maybe this isn't the best time to test somebody's temper. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this isn't the best time to 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 bait and switch. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And she literally was she she started the fight right before she left for a cigarette. Yeah. And it's kind of like, girl, like I didn't I didn't I was like that's super super weird to me and it made me feel uncomfortable at the same time Colin to to validate your feeling like holy crap I would be so scared Mm -hmm. so scared for 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 my fellow queen vixen Mm -hmm. for for me for the other people in the room who's next you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think mayhem even said I just hope it's not me next yeah yeah and it's a fair point yeah um 
but you know i don't know i uh i it, it was she 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 popped off yeah she popped off and eureka knew exactly what was going to happen I, and I'm not bl- I, you know, I don't want to I, I, I can't blame either party right now I can say Eureka shouldn't have done that If she knew that was going to happen mm-hmm. Because that's manipulative behavior I don't even buy that that's the real story though Oh you don't the way, So yeah So I agree with you If that's what it is Super manipulative Yeah I don't like that either Right um, But what it felt like to me Just like my gut response was Eureka was just in a moment She stepped in a bear trap and then wanted then for her own ego's sake turned around like oh I intended I was I was pushing the bear I was poking you know I was poking was the bear ego? yeah I was pushing the button and because I think she could play it off instead of getting read for filth she's like well I just wanted to see if she'd fly off the handle and read me for filth and she did but don't you think she would get read for filth more for being so manipulative because that's abusive well she I mean I think that that was how she managed that moment and how she justified that moment that everyone just saw because you know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, like, optics aside, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to just step away from that conversation right mm-hmm. now because this is about two people, two queens, treating each other a certain way because of of assumptions. Yeah. And mm-hmm. assumptions fucking suck, yeah. right? So, Eureka had this assumption that proved to be true mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, that the vixen didn't like her, mm-hmm. okay? And she was right. The vixen didn't like her. Yeah. And she got all of that energy and was totally aware of it, mm-hmm. which happens all the time. Yeah. You know, as somebody who's been bullied or has been in in a in a, a group of friends where I was the bottom bitch, mm-hmm. like I know how that feels. I know when people don't really want me around and they tolerate me, mm-hmm. and that doesn't feel good. Yeah. Eureka needed to air that out some way, and she chose instead to air it out by digging at her yeah so that that i just the eureka side of things i don't in in the lens of hot take i don't quite understand yet um i just not that i it's not that i don't think she did i just i really don't buy that she went into this premeditated that doesn't read true for me at all okay it reads as an ego save okay that's not to defend eureka it just didn't read true for me if that is in fact the case and granted she said it so let's also say this she said it. She she wants us to believe that's the truth. So that's her truth is that she did this on purpose. I so think, in that lens, yeah. yeah, it's fucked up. I think she I can see how she did it on purpose and I believe I believe her words. I'm, mm-hmm. I you know, if I'm going to believe the vixen, I'm going to believe Eureka. Mm-hmm. If she says she did this knowing that it was going to happen or she was testing her, I'm going to believe her. And she said she said to the vixen, "You just want somebody to fight with." That very well might be true. Mm-hmm. That very well might be true that the vixen has getting a lot of steam out or mm-hmm. you know, it's like, "Okay, you just want somebody to fight with." Yeah. But Eureka, you're the one who started the fight. Yeah, no, I mean... In a way. I mean, obviously, the Vixen... Sure, you could say the Vixen was kind of being mean to Eureka or, or, you know, or treating... Um, the uh, Monique differently than Eureka. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Monique and and the Vixen have a different relationship. Yeah. And then... uh, And and the Vixen does not like Eureka. Yeah. For whatever reason, whether it's season nine or or something else. Yeah. And Eureka didn't like that. And it's like, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm like, well, if they're friends, they're friends. Right. And if I don't want to hear them talk, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to be like, hey, guys, I'm going out for a cigarette. Go hang out with Mayhem. You want to come? Yeah. 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 And then bitch to Mayhem. Yeah. Find the people you do connect with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to have compassion for both sides here because I see the vixen like it's just like, dude, she she 
specifically didn't sit on the the shady sofa. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I'm having a hard time with it because I was so on the vixen side last week, and um, this moment was so like if I saw someone in my life act like this, I'd be like, I don't want you in my life anymore. I it's to like that. Yeah, is, one negative thing, and then you flip out. It's like ooh, like God. that just is not. I just I don't want in my life. I don't feel safe with it. I think that's a big part of it. That behavior makes yeah. people very unsafe. Right. Um, and I realize there could be people who say, well, it's not all about your safety. And it's like, well, girl, <laughs> it's the only person I can think about. I'm putting my own oxygen mask on first. Right. That's, my, that's why I'm reacting the way that I did. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, she was, she was at a 10, mm-hmm. right? And then we couldn't hear necessarily what she was saying. I tried to write down as much as I could. Um, you know, I guess Eureka says... She says, I've never been disrespectful to you, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm going back because I had to get my cat out of the way. Yeah. Um, she said, I, you know, I've never been disrespectful to you. Um, and then uh, the vixen's like, you know, you get cut off and then you have to go and pout about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like, I'm sorry. I'm glad Eureka decided to stay because maybe she did. Maybe she was like, oh, I got to retreat and I'm going to use a cigarette. And then it's like, no, you know what? I'm going to stay and I'm going to talk about this. I would have loved if that if when she stayed, they're like, let's talk about this like adults. Right. It wasn't possible in that moment. Yeah. You know, the narrative. I, yeah. It would have been more pleasing to me. And maybe that's me being very miscracker. Could we all just tone it down? Right. Um, but like, I don't know. That's just. I, yeah. I'm having I'm surprised at how bothered i was by this yeah i mean what did you think of blair kind of chiming in where she's like you know vixen i saw um your reservations Mm -hmm. and you didn't start drama with eureka yeah yeah um you know yeah i mean i think that i'm i'm welcoming people in the room trying to bring balance back someone like mayhem someone like blair you know monique i think monique is not looking to start drama I mean, even though she was a little involved in the beginning, Monique wasn't elevating anything. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate those people. Yeah. Um, because I think at the end of the day, I I do agree with what Ms. Cracker said last week. This is really hard. Yeah. And like, I think last week it needed to go there because it was really important to have that conversation. Sure. I did not see the value at all in it this week. Well, the value is that the Vixen is... Like she's she, she's clear she's clearly going through something. Sure, sure. You know? the, uh, but and like, Eureka is clearly like trying to air all that out because she's mad that the vixen doesn't like her or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, there's all this kind of petty stuff, these conversations that aren't ha- being had. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody, the vixen, who comes out at a ten. And that's who she is. Mm-hmm. What do you think about um, Eureka's kind of idea that she's like, you know, she wants to fight. It gives her power. Um, I think I don't know if that's true for the vixen. I think that's true for some people, for many people. Right. I think people fight recreationally. Uh-huh. I think they fight. Uh, I think it's similar to what we talked about before of like you do something externally to get what you need internally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like that's an external thing. You go find an opponent to get this energy out. And it's like, well, that's you're always going to have to find someone external to use. Right. Uh, for whatever purpose. And again, this is people who do this not the vixen i don't know about her um so i think that's a real thing uh but i also think that's just like eureka's kind of like armchair analysis of the situation um but i think that i don't know if the vixen is looking for a fight but she is ready to fight okay that's probably more accurate from how i can read it um yeah i i don't know i yeah i i think that's probably what it is 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all Eureka said to her to get her started, because it was just started, mm-hmm. was, I'm, I'm tired of hearing you talk. Mm-hmm. And then the Vixen was, I, I said this before, but the Vixen was like, well, you didn't have to say that. What was the whole thing before that about like, being a crafty queen I didn't follow I kind of missed that Because I was like What's going on here Yeah <laughs> I wasn't ready to pay attention I was like Oh this is just chit chatting you, you know I think it was um, Yeah she called her A crafty queen And Monique and Vixen Didn't think that was Right, right. I, think, I think it was a situation Where like Monique Was saying something And then uh, uh, What's her name uh, Why am I Oh my god I'm like, I keep trying to say her name and I'm blanking on it. What the hell is her name? Who? Not Trick. Uh, Eureka. Where? I'm oh, like, Eureka. I'm like, why can't I find the name? Oh. Um, sorry. Eureka! I think it's because it's like midnight right now. Yeah. Um, but, and then I think Eureka said something kind of oh, similar to the first episode when they were all talking about Cracker and Aquaria and then the Vixen said, so basically, uh, the Cracker, you know, faked her way to season 10. Right. I think that Eureka kind of said something that she thought was agreeing with everyone else was saying oh. and then the vixen was like well no that's not what we were saying oh. and i think then eureka felt pushed off and sure. pushed out of the conversation and felt like well what monique said how is it different from what i said why am i getting a shitty response right and then i think then that's why she said i'm tired of hearing you talk because she got upset yeah um and yeah she could have just said you know i'm gonna have a cigarette but right. then there was eureka in her feelings and listen i do the same thing when i'm upset I'll I'll say some snide shit because it's like I have to get this feeling out. Yeah. And my ego won't let me not. Well, and she says it later. Um, she kind of takes responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I said a snarky comment. Yeah, it wasn't cute. And, uh, you know, she called me on it. Yeah. And then they started laughing. Yeah. And, and then I'm just like, what was, why did they do that to us? Yeah. Why did they bring that? And, and fans are going to be divided over this. They're already divided. I'm sorry I'm getting so upset. I just, I, it seems so, it seems so unfair because, you know, we have these conversations and we're trying to have them as respectfully as possible. And we're trying to listen to these queens and we're trying to respect this show as something that's helping us. And I don't know how this is helping us yet. Yeah. I hear This I hear type you. of conflict. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the things... The Vixen went through it. One of the things you're highlighting that was different in the week before is the, in the week before, they let it all play out. Right. And in this, it was so truncated that it was like, well, what the... Like, whereas last week, that felt like there was some kind of narrative benefit and some kind of, like, store... Like, some kind of... But there's just a benefit there yeah. was just a reason to tell that story yeah and for this this week it was just like you know it was just conflict for conflict's sake but then i think there's the side of it. it's like then there's that less emotional side that's making a tv show and they're like well we got the eliminated queens we got to fit in monet we got to fit in dusty we got to fit in dusty's post elimination footage yeah and and i think that's where it comes from is like well we got 21 minutes i mean to show the vixen acting that out of control mm-hmm. was was scary and i think then to go to kind of obviously she probably had some time to talk it out with monique and blair and probably it wasn't an immediate like from 10 to 1 again i mean it I, wasn't funny no but I, I, I think for the audience it was very jarring yeah i think it was like oh okay wow that's i think you know and maybe maybe if i was you know Watching this on my own, I could laugh at it like it's a Real Housewives mm-hmm. argument. Yeah. You know, I wish I could see it from that lens. Yeah. But I just see these two very hurt queer people. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I Because I love to see people fight. I, I love, you know, in movies and whatnot. But like, I yeah, this was like 
disturbing. And maybe that's the word I'm landing on for the okay. evening is that I was very disturbed watching that. Right. And I haven't unpacked what that means because I don't know if I mentioned this is a hot take episode. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I guess I, I guess if someone told me, oh, the Vixen's going to have another like conflict with someone this week, if I knew that going in, I would have assumed, oh, um, I'm Team Vixen, here we go. Right. Let's, I'm, I'm here for it. And I, I'm just, uh, right now, I, I'm like, get away from me. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know, I just put that out there. Like, it is what it is. TV show. So yeah, it's a like, TV show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, um, I mean, I know we say like, you know, that refrain of it's just a TV show is kind of reductive because obviously it means a lot more for people. Right. But I just say that as like at the end of the day, I, I I can, I can say, well, it was just a TV show. I can walk away from it. I know that we're different people, Colin. And so I'm going to say this. And if you agree, you can chime in, but I just want to say to our Marys that we're sorry if we're failing you. There's so many other podcasts that you can listen to. If this discussion just like is failing you and cause we, this was crazy to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, it didn't feel good. And, um, I just I just want to apologize if if this conversation is failing you and and you are not um, here for it and you don't see what we're saying and um, we we do not mind if you disagree uh, but you know I I'm I'm a human being and I care about both of these queens and I just don't know why they're showing us this conflict mm-hmm. and then to make a resolve like that so easily we saw a a, a young man mm-hmm. um, in drag basically go from zero to 10 Mm -hmm. after after a a comment and then we heard later from another queen that she did it on purpose yeah and that doesn't that's that's fucked up to me and it's fucked up not only for how the vixen how we watch the vixen act but it's also fucked up to hear that it was for the camera yeah yeah no sure certainly yeah i think that kind of behavior when when drag race becomes like this is the larger conversation of when drag race becomes something so much more or it is something so much more right uh that it is it is not just kind of the popcorn television of real housewives fighting in someone's living room right like we've all attached some emo- there's some emotional connection we can go on all day we've we've talked about it for a hundred odd episodes about the meaning of this show and our marys know it because that's why they listen and so I think when you get that invested in something and you see so much of yourself in something, when it takes a turn, you're like, ah, uh, I don't even know where I see myself in this anymore. Yeah. And I, and some in some ways I don't like what I see of myself. And in some cases I don't want to be a part of this. Like I think, you know what I mean? Right. When you get that invested in something and it's real people. Yeah. You know, and people, we've met some of these people. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's like, it's, it feels very real. Um it's hard to not have a strong reaction. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't feel that I don't, I mean, I can't say, I don't know if we've failed people. I think we've just tried to talk about it. I know. I just, I wish that I had more time to let this percolate. I Mm -hmm. wish that I could um, hear lots of opinions Mm -hmm. and have the time to do all of that. Um, I, I I I mean, uh, you know, I think we should just we'll just have to let our Marys know it's a hot take episode. I don't, we should yeah. just add that disclaimer in somewhere. We should just mention that that like, you know, it's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> take a drink. It's like new ones. Alexis Michelle hot take. I, you know, I just know how sensitive um, we all are. And that's allowed. Yeah. And I, um, I, you know, I, I hope that we don't hurt people. 
Yeah, well, to quote the great kimchi, do not come for me. <laughs> Donut come for me. Well, you know. Um, yeah, I just, um, I, I don't know. I feel like I failed, but you know, we we had a good we had a good run there, Mary. That is the saddest <laughs> concluding note for this episode. I don't. We think don't have we to have. conclude there. We don't I don't think we, I don't think we failed. I think we just tried to talk about it. And so what a podcast is, you just talk about shit. Um, I mean, you know, it is what it is, and you know, next episode, maybe next nuance, we'll kind of like retrospect. How do yeah. we feel a week How later? How do we feel now? Yeah. So whatever. Um. By the way, why do Americans have? Uh, Americans and Brits have different accents. There's there's some research here, Mary. Oh, we backing got some tweets. Up, yeah. Backing up Monet Exchange. Well, I'm all about backing up that Monet Exchange. <laughs> Come here, baby. Back up. Beep, beep, beep. You got plenty of room. Beep, beep. Yeah. Um, so the other girls come in. Yes. Um, and yeah, again, this it's almost like this fucking didn't happen. I know. Um, Monet gets very emotional. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, she's talking. Who was it? Was it Dusty? She's like, this sounds like a foreign song to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had that moment with uh, Aquaria saying, like, slay, you know, send mm-hmm. her home. Do do what you need to do. It's your game as much as hers. And Eureka's like, that was really an amazing thing to say, Aquaria. Mm-hmm. And then Monique, I think Monique, either Monique is like, over Aquaria or mm-hmm. was like over that conversation that just had. Yeah. Um, and she said, you get a perfect score, a whole hundred. Yeah. And I, I couldn't tell if it was shade or not. I don't think Aquaria could either. Yeah. I um, mean, they kind of showed it in the episode, like a shady moment. Right. You know, um, I don't know if it was, I don't know. I mean, but you know, it sounded it. Yeah, it, it did. It sounded like, Oh, Monique, you're like, she loves to sit in that seat, mm. you know, like the queen of untucked, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> and keep her cool. But yeah. like, there was like, oh, you're feeling something. Right. Um, and who knows? Maybe we'll see more of that the next episode because I think Monique is a really is is probably in terms of that moment is the person I'm most interested in. I, like, I'd love to ask Monique, like, what's your take on this? Right. Be- because I think she's got a unique perspective. I think she's she's seeing more of the Vixen side than I can see. Yeah. Um, obviously, she's in the room. But, you know, I just mean that that perspective that like she's not part of the conflict. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah I mean I think her point of view Would be really interesting For all of that uh, So I'd love to hear more From her in those moments Right um, um, yeah, oh, I, We do. We did find out That Monique is uh, Has developed a good relationship With Dusty mm-hmm. um, Right right You know yeah. So mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting Yeah that's nice know. Yeah yeah well, I mean it's always nice When you find out I always love hearing that Like when you When you hear of like two queens Like oh yeah we're like besties It's like oh that's so cute Oh yeah oh, it's I didn't really think of sweet. that Yeah Yeah um, yeah, and you know, I mean, yeah, we saw Monet really, you know, Monet and Dusty. I mean, it was tough. But they were both like, "This sucks." Like, I can't believe we have to do this. Right. And I can only imagine, right? Like, yeah. th- that's got to be really hard. But I think when they were talking about it, like, let's just go out there and just like put on, like, turn it out. You know, right? What what they were accomplishing was like, okay, one of them is going to have to go home, but let's go both put on a show. Yeah. Because that's what it's really about. Right. And Aquaria, as like a long long time Drag Race fan, she's just like. This has to be a great lip sync. Yeah. Just like this has to be a great fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like make this a great moment. Yeah. And isn't it interesting to see the to see the juxtaposition between the fights that happen in Untucked versus the fights that happen on the runway. And it just makes me appreciate ball culture more. It makes mm-hmm. me appreciate uh, you know, how we what we access. Yeah. Oh, sure. I get what you mean. Like that whole idea of like instead of a gang, it's a house. Instead of fighting, it's voguing. Like applying that energy to something creative and yeah. something more meaningful and something that's more expressive right you're not, my competitor not my enemy right so it's not destructive but you know creates in a way right um yeah no i hear you like i think that's a really interesting uh 
divide that we see is the fight on the stage versus the fight behind the scenes. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a wet towel. What do they call liberals? Uh, we're snowflake. Uh, no, I'm like a, a wet blanket. A, a wet blanket. You're a wet blanket. Yeah, I'm a wet blanket and I hate it. And I need to figure myself out. Why are you being so down on yourself this episode? I don't know because I wish I had a strong opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I, I had a goddamn strong opinion about this. And I, I just see both sides right now. And I, I, I want to like be with you, Barry. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I stand. I just know I had a very strong emotional response. And a lot of it probably has to do with my own upbringing and yeah. my own experiences with people and my own stuff right but isn't that kind of the magic of drag race as you like even if it doesn't feel good it speaks to a part of you and you're like oh this is like this is part of what this show does it like, yeah. speaks to parts of people yeah um so i'm okay with being you know triggered as the kids say i'm okay with that <laughs> I, emotions don't scare me honey oh no i don't mind getting mad but um yeah i think i'm gonna have more thoughts about it in a couple of days i can't wait to see what the subreddit says i'd love to hear any you know uh reflections from eureka or the vixen on social media yeah um it'd be great just to kind of get a uh, also knowing that like there's a larger picture that right. we don't see you know right. Right. um so yeah you know it's uh it was, that was a roller coaster of an episode yeah it was a lot i mean i guess if we had to do a hot take I yeah mean, this, this is the one this, yeah you know I mean, you never know when it's gonna go like this yeah, you don't know? forget the best <laughs> <laughs> sooner or later you're gonna have to sell it waiting for that one yeah, yeah. um yeah i uh I mean, I wish we had more time to analyze this, but yeah. I guess this was it's a twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Yeah, I'm um, half tomorrow. a pumpkin right now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, yeah. My brain is fried. I worked all day. Yeah. Um, so I have a last chance lip sync. Um, before we talk about that, Marys, you know how to reach us on Twitter at All Right Mary or All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com or find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. And of course, if you want to take your marrying to the next level and become a Matreon, which is of course one of our subscriber Marys, uh, who are financially supporting us every month through Patreon and also getting access to a bonus episode every week, you can go to patreon.com backslash allrightmary. We just posted our review of the John Roberts mom videos on YouTube. My son is gay. My son is gay. Mother's Day. Hey, oh, watch it. Hey, watch it. My son is gay. <laughs> he moved to the city and now he's gay. <laughs> um... You know, and I think we were going to do She Devil, but it sounds like we're going to do a last minute change, and I think we're going to be doing Never Been Kissed. Oh, is that what you wanted to oh, do? I, th- I think we were going to stay on schedule. Okay, just yeah. kidding. We're staying on schedule, but yeah. I guess hint, we're eventually going to do Never Been Kissed. <laughs> um, so if I'm th- not Josie Grozy anymore. <laughs> yeah. So if that excites you, um, you know where to sign up because I just told you it's patreon.com backslash all right Mary and you know the drill with iTunes five star ratings always welcome a positive review is even more welcome but really just letting other potential Marys out there know that this is a podcast worth their time talent and energy yeah Marys well I have a hot 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 lip sync all right I don't know if you've heard it yet um, but uh, Janelle Monet mm-hmm. pink uh, I think it came out this week oh. uh, a couple days ago well all right um, at least her video um, and it is Great. Janelle Monet Exchange. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, in honor. Yeah. Um, so yes, Marys, uh, thank you so much for listening. I know this was a long one, um, but we hope that you have a wonderful weekend and we will see you next week for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Getting lost in the dark is my favorite part. Let's count the ways we could make this last forever. Sunny, money, keep it funky. Let it down.